Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is called Finger Fighter. It was written by Michael Lavoisier, and you can find it in the Call of Cthulhu Miskatonic repository at DriveThruRPG. I'm your Game Master, and this is Episode 2. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. All right, guys. Um, some of you were in the town of uh, Halhain, and some of you were in the church, and you had planned on meeting up back at the ruins. So we'll just, just for the sake of, of the game, we'll assume that as you leave the church, um, the rest of you are driving back into town. Uh, you park your car, and you all meet on the street a few hundred feet from the the ruins and you're walking up towards it. So you walk up the road, you were there last night. Now that you can see things, you can see that there's relatively little in the form of uh, cover like uh, trees or anything around. Uh, the ground is hard. Um, there is grass growing, uh, but, uh, and there is a small, like a dirt path heading up towards it. Uh, you can tell that it's well-worn, that people probably walk by this just for exercise in the mornings and stuff like that. Um, the grass grows right up to the rocks and then you see this ruin sort of ahead of you uh, looming up. Uh, the stones are all kind of scarred black. The ground is bare and um, the ground looks almost uh, like in a state of being ha has been blasted uh, by something. Gentlemen, what did you guys find out at the church? We haven't really. Well, it's, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's here because there's, there might be a connection there. The church is very well off. Uh, it seems that, as you know, from, um, from what we found out in the end, there there was a substantial amount of money that was donated to the church. And it, it appears to be a lot because the church is very, very well off. Hmm. But uh, we talked to the priest and there, there doesn't, it doesn't seem to be anything fishy about the priest, I think. Um, yet there is clearly a connection between the between the the donation and the tower ah right interesting interesting i can't put my finger on it but there's something there is something going on there there's some connection that i don't see well speaking of fingers oh um that's a good segue there um so we found out that um when our um when Alfred's friend uh, first was taken to the doctors, uh, the the finger looked like it had been sawn off or cut off. There was no tear marks or teeth marks or anything of that kind. It was a it was a clean slice um, straight Ooh. through. We also found that this isn't the first case of this happening. There's been a few um, <clears throat> uh, professional women. Um, who have had their fingers removed by a uh, uh, an assailant dressed in a in a in a coat and hat and uh, and everything down at Halhain, and they've all woken up in alleyways with their with their fingers being surgically removed. 
How many precisely? A uh, four. Exactly. Four, I believe. Four. Three. Three. Yeah, four. Three or four. You uh, might. Four, yeah. Actually, from what we found in the church, uh, there might be a sixth one. Uh, a sixth one. Uh, because we found a document that stated that uh, on the Janu January 7th, 10th, 11th, uh, 15th, 20th, and 25th of the um, of 1782, uh, there were six family members of the McDougall family that got their fingers in that situation. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying there Close might to. be a sixth. There, yeah, there will be. be a not that there is one now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was there was four four uh, ladies of the knife, Alfred's friend, and then there's possibly at some point going to be a be another one. And you think that'll uh, knowing you, Edward? You think that'll open the portal to Beelzebub and that will be the end of the ritual? Is that? <laughs> The cards might be wrong, you know? Well, your card stated a tower, right? A tower, yeah. yeah. And you guys found out there's a connection between money from the church and the tower. So mm. let's stop lollygagging around here and catching up on what we were doing. And let's go see if we can get a bit more of an idea of the, um, you know, the ruins. There's Before... Before we go, though, um, the, the the woman that 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 Liam chatted with there in, in her backyard, mm -hmm. I mean, aside from from recounting the gruesome nature of her assault in which she lost the finger, she revealed a fact that chilled me to the bone when she said it. Uh, she said that the pain that she is still feeling, it's it's as if she can still. Feel the pain in her finger as if something is gnawing on it. Oh. Now, now, when she said that, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because Clarence has been claiming that very same thing. How, how did that strike you, Liam? Uh, well, it was definitely um, strange and interesting, though. I also did find it quite interesting that she seemed to be handling it quite a lot better than Clarence. Um, she was up and doing her laundry and, and going about her day quite happily. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, look, it's, uh, I suppose there's some, there's some potential truth in the fact of what uh, the doctor said about the, um, the phantom pains is, is obviously a, a potential thing, but the case that's, uh, you know, there's, there's more than one phantom pain situation with this seems, Seems uh, quite odd, and and the fact, and, that and it's that word that gnawing. I mean, did did that strike you as a private investigator, Xavier? It's just too coincidental to just explain away. <sighs> just a little, and it to be fair, it made me more intrigued in the overall investigation because now we kind of know that he isn't going crazy. Well, if he is, it's affecting multiple people. Yeah, but he still thinks it's been bitten off. Well, the yeah, others that, seem fairly, uh, fairly happy to well, think that you know it, it had been removed because they saw it be removed, and well, they saw they saw I, a map. But, but I found this really bewildering because, on the one hand, 
you clearly exposed the fact that he was lying because he said it was bitten off and it seems mm. that this is such a, but at the same time, there seems to be other people with the story of, or at least the indication that they can still feel their finger. Yeah, so, so I agree with that. I agree with that. But um, the innkeeper, he also mentioned to us that the, the legend of, of Clarence's family was that they all went mad and cut their own fingers off. Mm. So, I mean, a family madness, I don't, I don't know. Um, as Xavier said, I think it's, uh, it's about time before it gets too dark, we should start having a look at these, uh, um, uh, these ruins. Uh, yeah. Perhaps we should split up a bit and sort of, if we go on either end and then meet up around the other side. So um, Xavier and I, why don't, uh, you, me and the, you, me and Garrett, we'll, we'll go around the, here to the left and, and Alfred and Edward, you go off or to the right and we'll, we'll meet up around the back. How's that sound? Good idea. Right. That sounds all right to me. All right. Well, uh, yell if you need assistance. All right. Um, now it's going to take you a while and it's, there's going to be a lot of climbing up and over uh, piles of rock and and working your way around. Um, I would like you all to do a dex roll just to see that you don't trip and fall. And... Um, by the way, I'm going to focus on everything related to the number six because now that I think of it, I've drawn the six of uh, swords. Oh, okay. Uh, regular pass. Well, that's not a good sign. Hey, Liam, are you okay? And then I'll f probably fall over as I get a 99. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I got a free. Well, I'll I'll catch you because time. I got a zero three, so extremely <laughs> oh, uh... nice. <laughs> well, the ninety nine that's a crit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just say that you do one hit point of damage. Then you you bang your knee on a rock as you go down. Ah, the little, yeah. Um, well, Alfred ends up uh, failing by one, and so he sort of pulls on some of uh, some of his luck, and perhaps uh, saves his saves his butt from a fall. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So as you're wandering around, who went left and who went right? Uh, me, Xavier, and Professor Garrett went left, um, and Alfred and Edward went right. Okay. Uh, you and Professor Garrett and the other one you said, <laughs> Xavier. Go ahead and do a spot hidden roll. Ooh. That's a regular success. Failure? Uh, hard. Okay. Any better than hard? Nope. Just a regular. All right. So, Liam. You guys are wandering around, and you notice on one of the the, the blocks that's there, um, there's a there's a bit of a dark stain, and as you approach, um, you realize, uh, perhaps from the the texture or whatever, there seems to be maybe a splash of probably blood. Um, that's um, mostly dried, um, but you notice also on some of the dirt and around there, 
there are stains that could be blood. Like the amount of blood that, that you might get if you snapped off a finger. Uh, uh, Xavier, Garrett, uh, over here. Yes. I believe I may have uh, found uh, um, our uh, Exhibit A here. You can oh. see uh, from the from the splatter zone on this uh, rock, I would say this would be where our friend removed his digit. Um, everybody else do um, spot hidden rolls. As you're... Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be... Nope, that is zero, zero, zero. I'm having terrible luck tonight. Uh... You're, you're looking for the blood. Not that rock, that rock. <laughs> yeah. uh, how everybody else success. Okay, hard success. Um, as uh, as Liam is saying that that's where he thinks that your friend cut off his finger, um, you look down at the ground, and although you do see in the dirt uh, modern uh, shoe prints, like a uh, like your shoes would make. You also see what look like bare feet, um, but they're kind of elongated. And you also see the very clear, distinct mark of high heels. Oh, gentlemen, look at this. There seems to be um, several footsteps, uh, footprints up here. I think the gentleman was perhaps not alone. Look at this. I mean, look at this. It, it looks like it's from high heels and yeah, the, someone this working. Footprint, uh, that's a very strange bare footprint, yeah, you say, a... Professor. Yeah, it is a strange one. I reckon you two should be the PIs. I'm doing, you guys are spotting more things than I am. Well, that's why we are, we, you two call us in quite often, Xavier. The prints are not entirely clear, but well, they're it's, odd it's, looking. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, it's quite a. Uh, Quite strange. Well, uh, can I try a uh, natural world roll? Sure. Yeah, I might, I, I might do the same, actually. I've got a all right nature roll. I'm just going to keep looking at them because I'm just going to go off the fact that I didn't I even spot it. I'm going to burn five luck and make it a success. Okay. Um, you can't think of anything on the planet that would make a footprint like that. It's almost as if it's a human footprint, but longer, like uh, like something that uh, uh, somebody who's deformed might have. Um, and is it is it the toes that are extended or like the middle? It, just, it's, it, it's everything, that, that, that front end where the toe prints are in the ground the toe prints are far away from the, the foot, and the heel is once again far away from the ball of the foot. Right. Um, so that it, it looks like it's similar. Uh, you only see the one footprint. Okay. okay. Well, and you haven't really looked around. If you want to look around for more footprints, yeah, well, I you would, can. I, wanna, yeah. I would want to try to follow the footprints if All I right. try looking. Well, um, go ahead and do another spot hidden then. Come on. Uh, regular pass. All right. right. Regular. I am going. I'm going to spend free luck to succeed. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
um, a, a sort of scenario begins to play itself out in your mind that someone in regular shoes and someone in high heels came up to right about where this all is from the road and that something with elongated bare feet came out from the ruins themselves and took the finger or something because there's definitely blood there right so there's still some remnants of, of a building in the room not really no just are, rubble are you, are you guys getting the same picture i am of what could have transpired here yeah let's, let's so let's assume that the 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 the, the shoed footprint is is clarence let's assume that for for for, for yeah. this mm. at the moment and assume he had we've a, got a, a lady part. Yeah, we've got a woman of some kind. Uh, woman of the night, maybe. Cla possibly, but I didn't really think Clarence was the type. Uh, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, but then this, and it, perhaps we need to look further in in uh, in the ruins. See yeah. if there's a an, an opening or or some kind. Or or I don't. I mean, looking from here, it doesn't look like it. All just looks rubble. It must have come from some. Whoever this print belongs to, it must have come from somewhere. And what's um, what's Clarence's uh, lad? What's his what's his assistant's name? Oh, that's um, David. David Zuckerman. David. David. What's uh, what do we really know about this David? I mean, Alfred didn't seem to to know him. Um. Hmm. He seemed like a a nice a nice lad. He he had a very good taste in uh, literature, from what I gather. I'm not really much of a reader, but he was reading. I assume he has a good taste. I'm not sure. Alfred also hasn't really had much contact with Lawrence in the past what 15 years. So well, remember Xavier, what our uh, our um, our head our headmaster used to say to us back at school. Never judge a book by its cover. So David yeah. may seem more prim and proper and, and, and crystal clean, but uh, well, we well, perhaps he came up here with with um, with Clarence wearing some high heels. <laughs> we, we're not here to judge. Yeah, sure. um, we have we've seen we've seen stranger. We've things. seen stranger things, yes. of course. Yeah. Well, what do you say? We'll have a we'll have a a, a better look deeper and. In the rubbles, please watch your footing this time, Xavier. I will try. I will try. Would you I'll like try. my cane? No, no, no. I, I don't need a cane. I'm more than capable of getting through some rocks. All right. So you guys continue to wander around. Um, you find too that you don't really, you don't really stick to like solid groups because. There's just so much. It's like it's like you're at a rocky beach and you're just climbing all over it, looking around. Everybody do spot hidden ones. <clears throat> regular, regular. Um, I'll do two to pass on regular. Okay. Would you like the folks on the right side to do? Those yeah. Well, I thought you guys had. He called you over. Oh no, they were on the. They were on the other. Oh, I, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think by now you guys have come over to see what they're talking about. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay, very right. good. So you've heard that. I'm sorry, I was in the impression for all together. Yeah, I passed that spot hidden. 27 under 27. Okay. And Magne? Oh, regular success. Okay. 39 and so 50. We got four regular successes. <laughs> um, we all see it at once. <laughs> uh, we'll say, uh, Alfred, um, you actually managed to catch a couple of extra odd footprints in amongst the rubble um, and follow them backwards. You find a place where a number of blocks have been um, sort of arranged or pushed aside or, or set up so that they make like a little framework over a hole in the ground. And the hole is not particularly large, but once you see the hole and you're there, you can see that there are more shoe prints um, not from not high heels, but regular shoe prints also right around the area. And maybe some sprinklings of blood, dried blood on the rocks about. Um, the smell from the hole is not very pleasant. Um, it's, it gives you the, it gives you the, it, it smells like maybe there's something dead down there. Mm. It's not overpowering, but it's definitely there in the air. And how? What is the the like diameter of the of the hole and the rocks that surround it? Not particularly large. It looks like it, it says here that anybody with sixty or lower a size could fit in. Otherwise, okay. that you would have to actually move some of the blocks and widen the hole so that you could get through. And then looking and you, down down in the hole can can you see the bottom of it or any light at all you can see that it goes down about six feet and then it turns uh horizontally uh uh gentlemen uh, i think i found something uh, following these footprints back there is this hole that's surrounded by i mean clearly somebody has, has stacked these rocks around is that blood spatters of blood here too. Oh, the stench is awful. But there's there's no high heeled prints here. It's only... no, but is there is the elongated footprint here? Yeah. Yes. Right. So this could be where where our our third um, assailant came from, in in the theory. He might hide in this hole. Hmm. Alfred. Um, uh, I'm not quite as uh, as as well um, well studied as you, but um, in in your expert opinion, um, does this this elongated footprint uh, resemble a rat? Not really. I get your point, Mr. Buchanan. Um, um, no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm 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 actually legitimately saying like. If, is would this elongated match up that with a with a giant rat, or it's is it it's more human? It certainly doesn't look like a rat print to to me. It doesn't look like a human print, really, either. It's no. It could be anything. 
Yeah, exactly. Should, That's what I'm saying. It's not really. Should you not have a peek down the hall? But do yeah, we have? We... Do we have a lantern what? or anything? It's middle of the day. You probably didn't bring a lantern with you. I didn't bring one. But you well, are, the smallest? You are literally five minutes walk from the village. Yeah. So. Who, who's the smallest here? I'm. Oh, I'm... Who is the smallest size? I've got under the Edward is fifty. It's it's in your stats yeah, at the very top of your 50, character sheet. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm fifty as well. That's my size as well. Mm. All right. Well, uh, it can't be me or we're... Xavier because uh, we're going to have to do some work to to make this possible for us mm. to even fit down. Um, sorry, I've been there. Uh, I've been hitting the, the the buffet table a bit too much, my friends. Um, so who wants to, I mean, in some ways, if someone goes down and then another small person holds their, you know, holds their legs so we can pull them out if need be. Um, well, it looks like it's just about a six foot drop. The, the, the worst of it is the and stench. It's, it's actually slanted too. Oh, right. So it's, 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 not, it's not dropping straight down. It's kind of a slant. I think maybe we could get a rope, tie a rope around the person mm. just to be able to pull him out quickly easier yeah i agree with that is there a, i can go if you um, want is there like long grass or somewhere nearby there's no plants growing anywhere here ah that's right we made that point but there are big out. there are big rocks and big blocks yeah if you wanted to anchor be... something you could easily tie a that a, i mean a that is a good point um, i was thinking more i wanted to do like a like a pool straws so i was going to shorten some oh. and then make the three of them uh, but I think, Let uh, them I think Edward, cool. Let I think them Edward said he would, he would go down. I'm Why don't we... All right, well, oh, let's, let's go get a, a rope, like the professor said, and then we could tie uh, tie uh, Edward up and um, no, not tie, but tie it around Edward, and then um, you can uh, head down. But Edward, um, don't uh, don't be a hero, right? If, if there's if you need to come out. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. If there is any problem, uh, I will pull on the rope to tell you that. Uh... Yes, mm. right. So okay. we also get a lantern as well, is it? Yes, yes, some yes, form of uh, excellent. Cool. Some yeah. form of light. I'm sure they'll have uh, some things we need. Um, and maybe a bucket or some sort of box if you see a rat or if maybe you could yeah, catch something it. to yeah, catch like them, a, you mean. a good stick or uh, something to be able to yeah, yeah. Maybe, because judging from the footprints it might be larger than something you could fit in a box so yeah maybe a stick to defend yourself would be better a lance judging by the size a lance uh, or spear could be better spear where are we going to find a spear yeah, we, we can craft one. We can craft one. Just a just a long stick. Oh, I and, see. And you mean hat. like a like oh. a makeshift? I thought you meant like a bloody <laughs> no, no, not just a shaft. No, no, no. <laughs> the medieval spear <laughs> shop is right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we pick up a flail while we're at it? I mean, we are in what nineteen nineteen twenty something. So where did that spear shop come from? Holy fuck! We even have flashlights, you know. Oh, look, they're on sale. <laughs> All right, no, you can you can make a big long pointy stick. Yeah, it's it's nice because you can keep it at distance. I mean, there's there's a reason behind pike. Actually, um, maybe all of us shouldn't go. Maybe some should stay here and just sort of keep an eye on 
Uh, yeah, to see if anything uh, anything oh. has happened. So um, I've got the gun. <laughs> I've got yeah. a gun as well. So um, so. well, I I have well, the entire pipe all day. So I think I will sit here and if you don't right. mind, of course. Uh, me and Alfred will go back to the uh, the inn, and we'll we'll get uh, all the things we need. Uh, you three stay here and keep an eye on the um on the hole and and see if you see anything suspicious. Uh, we, yeah. Alfred, we should probably also stick our head in and check on uh, check on Clarence while we're there, don't you think? I think that's a great idea. Uh, uh, yeah, I can also some look at uh, organizing well. some some transport for for poor Clarence back to London. Uh, I guess some some transport back tomorrow. All right. Uh, well, uh, we're not too far away, gentlemen. So uh, Xavier, any thing? Fire a shot. I'll fire two. Don't waste bullets. <laughs> I'll fire two if it's really a bad situation. All right, so we'll fire Liam. one for a warning. Liam, you're you're heading back to the the uh, inn, the the red boar, I believe, the right? Red boar? Yeah. And Xavier, you're staying there. Yeah. What are the other three doing? I'm accompanying uh, Liam to the end. I'm, I'm going to suggest that Liam gather up the supplies while I, I pop in on Clarence uh, and, and, and check on him. Mm. Okay. I'm going to wait for Liam to not be around because I don't want to upset him. He, he already accepts me as I am right now. Just to pull the cards. Yeah. In, in that kind of stuff. Concentrating on the, on the hole. Okay. <laughs> no We'll use these cards that are completely not set up ahead of time. <laughs> um, you pull a wheel of fortune. Uh, no, okay. You pull death. Okay, the second one is. And then you pull. The Ten of Swords. Shit. <laughs> uh, Ed, Edward, what, what, what is, what are you, what have you pulled? What, what you, can you explain to me? Well, Fortune's Wheel, uh, technically it's kind of random for a card, uh, the card of death. I'm going to stop you right here. Card of death isn't always that bad. No. It's just finishing up something, but yeah. there is the ten of of swords, and this one means danger, the highest one. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's just hope none of this is true. It's for baloney anyway, so. The cards how, how does it can make errors. With the, but with the cards you you had the last time, how does this one fit into the picture? Maybe it's, maybe it's the source of the danger. I don't know. The cards are really more of a suggestion compared well, to a truth, if you see what I mean. Well, I know a little bit, Edward, and I know that death sometimes means a rebirth almost. Like yes. you yeah. I know that I know that. Um, so but I don't I don't understand your 
occultism tarot bullshit, but I can come to terms with it, I guess. I mean, I can understand why here uh, my cards would say to me that it's more dangerous compared to judging by what people told us. Yeah. But they've already failed me at some time, so... Well, going by the fact be... that there's a hole here, and there's probably... And we know there's something with a... Def, some deformed thing of mm. some kind. Your cards don't seem that far off the, the beaten track. Yeah, it's it's fishy, but we don't. They don't tell me the truth. I have to find it. Uh, well, let let's hope we don't find death. <laughs> Not today, gentlemen. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was what? What's Magni up to? I mean, uh, Professor Garrett. Well, honestly, I'm just having a good smoke uh, watching the gentleman argue about the hole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but doing so, I try to take in the whole scene and s try to see also the surroundings around the hole. And is there anything um, popping up, anything that seems out of place besides this temporary structure in the hole, of course? Well, as you recall, the legend that has sort of been circulating is that they had gold mm. and that they found the gold while they were digging a well. And people have scoured the ruins looking for the possible location, but nobody's ever found it. Um, from the hole and the slant and the, the way that it turns, it's going directly underneath everything so if there were lower levels this yeah. seems to be going there okay so gentlemen do you realize if you if you look at the the placement of the hole in in conjunction to where the tower must have been it seems that the angle would suggest that you we might reach some basement or at least an area underneath the tower itself okay the question yes. is though is this hole from from when the mcdougals were actually living here or has it been dug uh, afterhand that's actually a good question there is indication that some of this right around the hole is fresh especially okay. the, the rocks that are sort of piled up to make kind of a a ring around it those look like they've been recently put there mm. it would take some strength but it could be done by by one person is it possible that our friend did more than just have a peek and his finger bit off near the tower true that's possible very very possible i'm intrigued because most old castles and that kind of thing they tended to have like either a dungeon or an underground Secrets, system yeah. so it wouldn't be too unusual but maybe whatever has happened here maybe they to try get to it maybe there's something down there that's maybe come up would it look like that it's been how does it look like it's been dug tom 
Like, does it look like it's from been inside dug from out? The top, or from or outside, do a, in, outside in. Do a do a knowledge roll. Okay. Okay, that's a thirty-three. So that is. Can I try two for the knowledge roll? Sure. Oh, that's a hard success. Thirty-three. Oh, I got an extreme success. Eighty-two. Okay. So those of you who got really good success, especially extreme success, there is no big pile of dirt out here. Hmm. Um, it might have been dug from the inside out. Okay. And then maybe modified a little from the outside. So Garrett, Garrett and Edward. So maybe, just maybe, going with Edward's weird theories and the fact there's this weird like I won't call a humanoid creature the formed humanoid going around maybe it's been trapped something happened it's been kept in like a dungeon and it's like made its way up and I don't know this is just theories I have not a clue I don't believe in this but who knows? You know, you know me. I'm a man of science. I'm a man of knowledge. I, I, uh, I really enjoy empirical evidence. That always, but I must also say there is this notion uh, of digging too deep or flying too high, and perhaps this is what the McDougals did. Maybe they dug too deep, because it seems that there is something underneath the tower that is still there, hundreds of years later. Or yeah. Yeah, but how can a creature of that possible size could live in that situation? Well, if, if there are not... There, there is an... Clearly, this is dug from the inside or the dirt would be outside. And yes. if this is an exit, then there should be an entry hole somewhere. And if there is not, then the creature is actually coming from the ground. Yes, and maybe come up to, well, it may a feed, but I guess going by what we've gathered, there's fingers. Has it been feeding on fingers? Why would you eat a finger? Why wouldn't you just eat a whole human? I'm just asking myself, is there a trade? Is the finger a price to be paid oh, for so the like gold? A, like, a de- like a devil almost. Making a pact with a demon or a devil, trading a little bit of yourself for something in return. And it is the ring finger, so there's a symbolism there as well. If the creature, anyway, would need those fingers to live, it makes 11 fingers that we know for more than 200 years. That doesn't make sense, at least to me. Well, Mm. maybe, maybe if the MacDougals got their fortune from trading or their fingers in or striking some bargain with this unearthly creature and perhaps someone is maybe someone is trying to collect enough fingers to pay the original price because there's six fingers originally and now we're up to five maybe someone is reconstructing the agreement Assuming there is an agreement, of course. If it's Possibly. some kind of demonic thing, I'm not, I'm not trusting things that much, but hmm. from an occultist perspective, it 
can make sense on that on that uh, way of presenting it. Okay, this is making me think that maybe Liam was maybe right about David in a sense. Maybe David might know a bit more than he's mm. letting on, because he seemed very insistent that he he did he seemed like he was telling the truth, but he was very insistent that he he stayed in and. I know if you're so close to the professor and you're working for him, you would check on him and make sure he's all right. So I suspect you'd be kind of leering over him if you're trying to learn. So maybe he did know he, like, left. Maybe he knew a bit more than he was letting on. I don't know. Could he be the man pulling the strings? I don't, I don't think the man pulling the strings, but he might have at least a bit more knowledge to mm. what is going on or it could just be oh we've had many cases i've done it where complete dead end it could just be a complete coincidence it could just be a little red herring in this tale but maybe there, we there is no at. tail and there is no red herring stop it <laughs> <laughs> this is not a game this is reality actually <laughs> I, I will stop you there for a moment uh, Liam and Alfred, you are back at the inn. Uh, Alfred, you're going upstairs to check on uh, on Clarence. Liam, what sort of stuff are you gathering together? Uh, so I would be gathering um, a, a good long piece of rope, um, like the longest possible one I can find. Um, I don't know how far he's going to go in or, or whatever the case may be. There's, uh, there's plenty like of rope, to... yeah. Uh, I'd like to get a, a torch or a lantern of some kind um, okay. that he can have down there. Um, and then possibly, uh, I don't know if a spear's really the right thing, but uh, some something that he can use to kind of... Um, this is this is farm country. There's pitchforks, there's... Perfect, yeah, that'd be, you know, Ooh. something along those lines. Um, the other thing I'd, I'd also like to... There's also do, shotguns. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give Edward a shotgun. <laughs> um, the other thing I would like to do, though, I'll, I'll definitely uh, take a shotgun, though, um, is um, <laughs> I'd like to call... Uh, I'm, I'm going to organise some transport for to move Clarence from here um, back, to, back to London. But uh, I'm going to make sure I'm out of earshot of Alfred. I'm actually going to call uh, Stonehurst Asylum. Uh, and talk to uh, Dr. Tar and sort of explain the situation um, and organize for him to meet uh, Clarence and potentially David or whoever's with him uh, at the station and take uh, take Clarence to uh, Stonehurst Asylum. Okay. That that seems reasonable. Um, yeah. You're probably not uh, able to get a hold of Dr. Tar, but you are able to get a hold of Dr. Feather. Professor Feather? Professor that'll, Feather, yeah. that'll be uh, that'll be fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So while you're doing that, Alfred, you go upstairs, and uh, you, before you even get to the room, you can hear uh, you can hear Clarence moaning, and and complaining. You know, um, you go inside, uh, and uh, David is sitting there. Uh, David's once again giving him a cold compress for his forehead, um, and. It, He's obviously trying to make him comfortable. Um, but it's also obvious that Clarence has been drinking already. 
uh, trying to to staunch the pain, and that he's he's really 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 miserable, and and a little manic looking. It looks like he hasn't slept well. His eyes are red, and uh, he's just like oh, Alfred. Alfred, have have you found it yet? Have you have you have you figured anything out? What? What 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 progress have we made? I'm going to go insane. So I'll uh, I'll uh, look at David and uh, uh, ask for the the cold compress. And uh, David, could I can I have a few moments, private moments, with my friend here? W- w- would you mind? Of course, sir. And he uh, and you see him reach down and pick up his book and uh, and his hat. And he goes to the door and puts his hat on and he steps outside and closes the door. And you can hear him going down the stairs. Good. Yeah, so uh, so I'll, uh, as David was doing, comfort Clarence with, with the cold compress. And uh, Yes, Clarence, it, it is Alfred here. Uh, what, what does it mean, Alfred? What does it mean? I, I, need, you to, I need you to square with, with me. We're here alone. None of the rest of the the mouse trappers are here. David has gone. What the hell is going on? I mean, I, I know we've not, I've not seen you in a while, but we've got a history. Square with me. It's, it's, it's why I called you. I don't understand what's going on. I, I, what, what is this foulness and horror that you wrote me about that that you seem to have discovered in your genealogical research that brought you to that tower that night. The horror is what happened to me. There's something there. There's something that attacked me and, and took my finger. And now I can still feel it. I don't understand why. Um, all I found in my genealogy, I, I had very little time uh, I, I haven't checked the church or the records or anything, but I believe that my ancestor, Ian, was the first one uh, of my family in the United States, and that he had come from somewhere. And I've spent months searching, trying to find where he came from. And I finally narrowed it down to this town of Dunval. And I came here and I found Dunval, I found uh, the ruins, the McDougal ruins and I thought oh I've got it maybe the rumors in my family about gold is true I mean we already have wealth but I just wanted to go out and take a look I I figured the next day I would start uh, checking in the church records and everything like that but then something attacked me and it still hurts so my uh, my psychological read on on Clarence is is he is he purposefully holding something back from me? Is he lying or 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 does he seem to be? Do a do a psychology roll on him. I got a nineteen, and and my psychology is 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 seventy. So at that, it's a hard success. Right. He seems very very confused. Um but it doesn't seem like he's holding anything back. Um, he's as much confused that you haven't figured it all out yet, you know, and solved his, because he, he thinks that, as he said in the letter, that you would be his savior. You'd figure it all out. And 
you and your friends would figure it all out and save him from whatever the fuck is eating his finger. Well, well, let me let me just square with you, and I'll I'll tell you what we found out. We've been up to the McDougal Badougal Tower ruins, and there's footprints. Uh, there's footprints that I assume might be your footprints, but there are two sets of footprints that are a little bit more difficult to identify. One is of something with a rather abnormal deformed foot and the other is a, a, a person wearing high-heeled shoes. I, I wonder if you might shed any light on that. W were you alone when you went to, uh, up to the tower? Yes, I was completely alone. Uh, you can see there are my shoes there. And he points at them over on the, you know, just a moment, there's something going on. Sure. Are you okay? Something was banging. Were you knocking on something? I Sorry, he's he's cooking downstairs, and he was banging something, and it sounded it's like topping. it sounded like something was knocking on my door, which he wouldn't do unless you know. Like I thought, oh my god, was something wrong? What's what's the emergency? Um, he wasn't right. chopping a finger. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how how well I remember the 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 footprint, the sole print of the of the footprints up on the on the. Uh, at the tower but i will just uh, he points to his shoes it idea comes into my head i'll look at the bottom of his shoes and see if the if i if they match well you can see two things you can see that there are some remnants of you know dirt or mud that's on them um possibly from up there but he's got kind of a small foot mm -hmm. and it doesn't look like the size of the footprints that are up there Clarence, how, how long have you known David? Oh, I've known David for uh, maybe uh, three years. What would you say if I said that I didn't trust him? You don't what, even know him. He's always that, been a very loyal friend and a, a very good person. He I'm just takes trying care to, of me. I'm just trying to square uh, all of the footprints that were up at the tower and... Uh, whether he might be visiting the tower. Oh, I don't think I'm so. Just... He's, he's been at my side ever since this happened. And when you went up to the tower that night, he stayed, he stayed back here. Reading his book. What book is he reading? I see him with that book all the time. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, he likes to read. Hmm. Is he staying in this room with you or does he have a separate room? I don't see his belongings. You, or... you say that, and he looks very um, uncomfortable at the question that you asked, and then quickly says, "Oh no, no, no! He has he's staying in his own his own room," mm -hmm. and you realize that he's embarrassed, and yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I won't, um, I won't, I won't push the matter if he's, if he's, he's embarrassed about that. Uh, do I see uh, uh, evidence of of David's belongings in here too? Uh, maybe, maybe some his. of his things. There, if 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 what you think is true, they're trying to be very discreet. Yeah. Um, but do a spot hidden for me. Thirty-five. That's a regular success. Okay. It's not something that sticks very hard in your mind. Um, and because his hand is injured, obviously some of his normal jewelry, if you will, uh, is on the, the, the bed stand next to him, uh, which includes a ring that has the uh, McDougal family crest on it. He's always had it ever since you can remember. Um, he had it in school. Um, said it was an heirloom, something passed down from his family. But it, you just noticed that it's sitting there, probably because he had that finger bitten off. Hmm. I'm glad that you were able to recover recover your family ring. I know that's been been with you for a long time. Oh, that old thing? Yes, I... I just wear it because, you know, everybody in my family wears that, that sim symbol. It's my family uh, crest. I'll, I'll pick up the ring and, and just admire it and look at it. It still looks like it's made out of gold. Um, it's not well, really that special, and it's well-worn. I mean, he's mm -hmm. worn it forever. Well, Clarence, I see that. Oh, this 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 cloth here—it's it, it's gotten a bit a bit soiled. Let me let me get a fresh one, and I'll stand up rather quickly and walk to the the uh, the dresser okay. and just open it, uh, really looking for perhaps David's shoes or maybe even his high heels. Uh, and uh, <laughs> on the pre on the pretense of uh, getting a getting a fresh towel. Um, it's just uh, it's just Clarence's stuff in there, underwear and socks and things. Okay. Uh, nothing else. Um, and maybe you find a, 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 a handkerchief or something, or something something to use if you want to change his. That probably wouldn't be in his drawer. That would be but that's yeah. probably on top of the dresser. All right, Clarence. Well, I'm. Sorry, I don't have have more for you. We uh, Liam is waiting for me downstairs. We have discovered a hole up at the tower. Uh, oh. There is some some blood spatter up there, uh, and we're going to investigate it now. Oh, perhaps it's the thing that bit my finger, and you'll find. My Be, make sure you're careful. It, they were vicious. It attacked me. It was huge, and but it was too dark. I couldn't see what it looked like. Could could I borrow your family ring just uh, for luck? Sure. Okay. Just don't lose it. Hang hang in there, Clarence. Okay. And at that, I'll I'll you you go back leave. downstairs. Um, and uh, as you're going downstairs, I guess you meet Liam in the in the the end in the front and. Uh, also, as you come down the stairs, uh, you see David across the room. He's sitting cross-legged, reading his book. And 
uh, he sort of gives you a half glance as you're coming down the stairs, and then he finishes the paragraph that he's reading, closes the book, stands up, and walks back up the stairs to Clarence's room. Gives maybe a, a smile. Any chance a, a keen eye might notice the book that he's reading? Yeah, sure. Um, Count of Monte Cristo popped into uh, my head for some reason. <laughs> yeah. a, a, a good title. <laughs> All right. So you guys go back outside and you start walking back to the uh, the ruins and you can hear uh, Xavier and Edward uh, chit-chatting and you see little plumes of smoke from uh, Professor Garrett sitting there smoking and uh, maybe I don't know if he's got a pipe or a cigarette. And, uh, they're talking about the hole as you guys walk up. Ah. What? Well, Liam, Alfred, sort of think out. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've got uh, uh, got a good uh, long piece of rope here. I've got a torch for you, um, Edward, and um, a pitchfork. Um, here you go. Let's, let's get all that. Um, and uh, the the innkeeper was kind enough to lend me his shotgun. So if uh, if anything do bigger does come through, I can uh, blast a few holes through him. Well, well then, I don't think we should waste any time. Uh, Alfred, did you did you go? Did you two both go check in on the? I no, had no, a, just I, just Alfred. I had a I had a brief chat with uh, with Clarence. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe my my history with him, my friendship with him, has clouded clouded my judgment. I know you. You folks think that he's stark raving mad. I, I, I couldn't get any any useful information information out of him. Did you? Uh, he ask seems him about to deny. Yeah, he seems to deny that he he came up uh, to the do the to the tower uh, with with anyone else. Uh, so I, I just don't I just don't know, Professor. Okay. Hmm. Just looking at the footprints, the, the high heels and the big shoes, are they walking sort of in the same direction? Does it appear that it's a couple of people walking together? The high heels are over at the other place where you first saw, where, where the guys first saw the blood. Um, and they were definitely walking up to that spot together. Um, over here, it just seems to be the the this is the same shoes from over there, but just the regular shoes, and they seem to have been here a number of times because they're kind of all over the place, with and, the and, humanoid sort of footprints in there too. And having seen Clarence's small feet, and now looking again at these these regular shoe prints, they they do seem quite bigger. Yeah, you don't think that they're the same person. So I do point out that to the to the rest of the the mouse trappers that uh, that is one odd thing. These do don't seem like Clarence's footprints. Possibly it's um, it says uh, I can't remember who said it, but possibly it is a uh, uh, a woman. Maybe possibly one of the women that lost their fingers in um, back in town. Possibly Clarence had some company. 
Was was Cla did Clarence say that he was unconscious? Did he faint or pass out? When no. when the finger was bit off, I mean. He did not. Well, I've uh, I've organised transport for for Clarence to um, head back to London uh, tomorrow. So um, they'll be sending um, a carriage and, and, and things from Helhain, and then from there we'll be able to uh, get him on the train and safely back to where he can get proper uh, medical um, help and uh, for both his finger and his head. Mm, well. Maybe we shouldn't waste any more time. And Edward, yes. maybe we should get you going down this hall. Now remember, by Edward. By the time you are, by the time you any, are talking, any trouble, I'm... pull on the rope. Okay. Uh, did you find something to make a spear or something that could act as a spear? You're holding a pitchfork. Pitchfork. Okay. It covers more. Space. Good luck there, buddy. As I slap you on your back. Uh, on your way. You'll be perfectly fine. And if you if you're in trouble, just tug on the rope. Yeah. Right. Good old tug. All right. So Edward, um, you're you're fairly small. It's not that difficult. How do you want to go in? Foot first or head first? Uh, I think it might sound strange, but I'm gonna there head first because. The the way to use a, a pitchforks a pitchfork is the arms, so I will have more reach uh, for the pitchfork that way. It seems okay. more dangerous, but I'm going that way, going All that right. way. Good point. The uh, the passage down is is fairly narrow, but it's it's easy. You fit through it quite well. Like I say, up to sixty five could fit through it. Um, you you slide down and it, it's it's almost like a slide. It, it almost you know it, it just gently goes to horizontal, and uh, you realize that it opens up um, into a fairly um, roundish sort of area. Okay. Um, as if you've got you've got a torch with you, a, a flashlight. I don't um, think they gave me one. Well, they should have given you one. Let's say they gave you one. <laughs> no, no, otherwise, I did. I said, otherwise, you're I in said pitch I gave, um, I gave him a, a torch and a pitchfork. Yeah, he's, okay. he's fully kitted up. All right. Uh, you get down there, and you are, you're kind of laying on your belly, uh, still in the tunnel, uh, but you're looking straight forward. The room itself is maybe, oh, 30 feet wide, and you can see that it is a mixture of old stonework in places and places where the stonework has failed and the, the ceiling is caved in and there's dirt. And this whole area has been partly dug out and, and partly it's, it's a basement of the, of the, the tower original. Um, so it's, it's rough and it's, uh, it's oddly shaped because part, like I say, part of it is buried under the ground. Um, and, uh, but the ground in here is fairly flat and you can see that most of it is covered in dirt, but there's also stonework down there that's flattened. 
So this was at one time a room and there's places on the ceiling that was, that are kind of like that too. Um, except there's a lot of semi collapsed brick from up above. Okay. So what it amounts to is if you get out of the tunnel and try to stand up, um, there's only about five feet or so of clearance. So you'll have to, you'll be hunkered over just a little bit in okay. this area. And from where you are shining it around, you can see that there are three exits going out. And they're just, once again, it's just tunnel and brick, dirt and brick going off into the distance. So like uh, left, right, and central. Um, I'm going to start by by the right, uh, except if I, well, before starting to the right, I'm going to watch the, the, the room and more closely and watch if I can find something that has a relation to the word, to the number six or ten. You don't, you don't see anything like that, no. Okay, well, then I'm going to go to the right. And there's also a fairly strong smell from down here. Okay. Um, uh, all right. As you are moving across the room, um, it's very shadowy and very dark, you can tell. Um, you can see that there is, once again, sort of a tunnel that is leading out to the uh, to the right, um, it's bigger than the tunnel you came down, but it definitely looks dug out, not uh, not part of the structure itself. Okay. Or leading into more of the structure, but it's but it's, it's been dug out. Um, you can also see the light from that's coming down the tunnel from up above. And it occasionally changes because one of the players will lean over and look down. Um, what, are the, what do the people up above want to do? Uh, I'm just watching the rope to see if there's a there's a significant like big tug, so we know we need to pull them out. Um, got the shotgun at the ready. Um, Does that smell smell like death? Does it smell like a rotten body? It smells like rotten meat, yeah. But it's not, oh, like I say, it's not overpowering. It's just on the, in the air down there. Mm -hmm. Can we see the village green or the town proper from, from the tower? Oh, sure. Are we drawing attention? Not really. In the tower? No, okay. Mm -hmm. The people in town tend to stay away from it, well, absolutely at night, but... They've got work and they've got things to do, you know. Liam, when you were down at the at the red board, did you perchance pick up some sandwiches? Luck roll. You do a luck roll. I sure did. Ah, oh, I got us a full picnic. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So we're having lunch. <laughs> All right, um, Edward. Uh, to a dex roll. I'm spending 28 luck to, <laughs> to make it pass. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. That's going to come back to bite him. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, all right. You move very carefully. Oh, wait, you're, you're still moving to the right. Uh, you yeah. move very carefully to where the, the, the tunnel sort of leads out. You can tell that it still has some brickwork and, and a lot of dirt. Um, obviously, when the building blew up, part of the basement caved in. Um, but this seems to have been tunneled out. There is a strong, strong smell of rotting flesh coming from that tunnel. Well, I'm not going to let myself kind of destroyed by that smell and investigate on it. Just on the first um, part, being careful about what is around me. Uh, analyze the, 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 my surroundings and, and decide what I'm going to do. All right. Um, you move forward. Now I need you to do another dex roll. 43, so it passes. Okay. But it's just a regular pass. Yeah. Um, you can see that after about 20 feet, the room opens up again. Um, and there's something in the middle of the room that seems to be piled up. Um, at, at first, it, it almost looks like, uh, I don't know, like uh, sticks or something. But as you shine your light on it and you can see that the color of it is kind of a, a grayish white, you realize that what you're looking at is a pile of finger bones. Looks like a whole bunch of them. Uh, I'm going to watch the rest of the room if there is something in it. Uh, you look around, it's, it, it's an oddly shaped room but there's nothing else in it. Uh, there are stains, of course, on the floor that look like blood, and uh, they look like old stains of blood. Okay. I'm not going to stay forever in this room. I'm going to take those fingers and get out of the place to get them back to, to the rest of the group. Okay. Because that was what we were uh, after for. So you're, you're, you're going to Disturb the pile of finger bones. Yeah. All right. Well, when you do that, you cause a little avalanche of finger bones. They, they clank and, and clutter on the ground. And as soon Shit. as you do that, back down the tunnel you just came, you hear a very strange noise. It almost sounds like something clicking. Like, okay, I'm gonna hide it. <laughs> there is no place to hide in this room. Well, I'm gonna, in that case, I'm gonna point the the, the pitchfork in that direction and pull the rope just in case. Okay, I don't want to take risks since I'm not really a fighter. All right. So going back five minutes, you guys are upstairs or up the, the hole. Um, what are you guys doing? 
You're eating your sandwiches. Chewing my food. (laughs) Cucumber sandwiches. Yes. Mm. All right. Um, Since the three of you did that, and Xavier is just staring straight forward, Xavier suddenly notices the rope yank. Holy. Um, Guys. Guys. Rope. Rope. The rope. The rope. The rope. Finish your sandwiches. And. Finish your sandwiches. No, I'm, I'm telling them to... Me- um, how, I can get down that hole, can't I? No, no, you can't. You're 65. With a size oh. of 65, could I Is get you down the rope? that hole? Um, the only ones who can fit are Alfred, Professor, and Edward. Yeah. I, I'm going to shout down the hole. Edward, are you all right? You're right, old chap. Edward, you easily hear him yell that. You also oh. hear more clicking noises the second he does that. Are you prepared for something? I've, I've heard clicking noise. We hear that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. He's, this he's, is not good. Can we hear clicking? No. You're outside. Uh, he, he's saying he, hear, he hears something. I don't, I don't hear anything. Well, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll point my gun at the hole. You you gentlemen, start pulling him out. Yeah, just careful that you don't shoot him when he. All right. I was the captain of the shooting team, character. So at this point, Edward, uh, you're standing there, um, and you're hearing noises coming from the room, the first room you were in, and suddenly the rope goes tight and starts (laughs) pulling you towards that room. With your pitchfork. We don't know. We can... right. <laughs> We're just getting him out. Faster, I'm faster. Just, I'm just pointing the, 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 the pitchfork at the direction of the clicking because, yeah, I don't feel safe about this thing. Okay. Um, after a couple of seconds, you are pulled into the main room that you were originally in, and you realize the clicking is coming from your right-hand side from the, the next tunnel over. And the center one, okay. As as you are standing there, something something moves in the tunnel. You can hear that that whatever the clicking is, it's just on the other side of the the wall from you at this point, and you see a grayish black sort of hand with very long fingers, sort of reach out and put itself on the wall, and then another one, and then something moves forward out of the darkness. The only way to describe it would be a human skull, but sort of pulled back like this. It has wisps of grayish black hair. It has no eyes, but it has a big mouth with four huge flat-ended teeth that are clicking together like like a giant gopher or something like that. Okay. The and it's it's sort of it's moving its head around like this, trying to locate where the noise is coming from. You do. Sanity. <laughs> yeah, you should probably take a sanity roll. <laughs> yeah, since you won't yeah, yeah. Ninety failure. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Do a do a one d six. Do a one d six. 
He shat his pants. Tinted sign. Manda. Oh. Uh, do an intelligence roll. Manda, manda, manda. Ninety-eight. Oh, that's so good. You you failed. It's a critical it. fail. Okay, you don't. You don't fully comprehend what it is you're seeing, but you do probably let out a ah! <laughs> as you see the thing. He's at in which trouble. Point, pull at which point it immediately turns towards you and they pull you into the room. Um, you can see that there are at least three of these things in that tunnel ahead of you, or not ahead of you. Now you're being pulled towards the other hole. Yeah. Um, oh, here. I thought you meant they pulled they pulled him and I thought, no, geez, no, I was no, like, no. shit. <laughs> you guys suddenly started pulling him um, yeah, yeah. when you hear him scream. Um, they are going to attempt to attack you. Uh, you have your, have your pitchfork. Okay. So uh, they sort of hiss as they click their, their teeth together and they leap forward. Um, are you going to try to defend yourself, uh, um, dodge, I'm or? I'm going to try to keep them at bay rather than inflicting them damage because, yeah. Okay. That's a fight back. Um, Life, you know. So the first one leaps forward and you sort of poke at it with the, uh, the pitchfork. You now get kind of a better view of it. They're, they're definitely vaguely humanoid and they're extremely emaciated, so much so that you can actually see the bones sort of poking out of the joints um, where they've come together. Their fingers okay. are incredibly long and thin and their feet are definitely those elongated human feet. And they, they sort of try to stand on their toes as they're moving forward. Um, and they, they seem to have no eyes, but they're clicking. When you poke them with uh, the thing, they, they react by backing up a little. They don't like being poked. Um, okay. But there are three of them. So one of them is you've poked one of them. Um, uh, the other two are kind of sh uh, flanking and coming around to the sides and trying to get to you. Um, do a power roll. 29. So I think I succeed. Uh, hard. All right. Um, they also got a hard, one of them also got a hard roll. So as you're struggling to beat them off, they are, they don't seem to be so much trying to scratch you or anything like that. But one of them on the side manages to get its long fingers wrapped around your wrist and it yanks your hand forward up to its mouth and bites down and you feel excruciating pain as one of your fingers is snapped off and it immediately runs away back into the tunnel. Um, uh, by now the others are pulling you up the hole. <laughs> okay, and you guys see that as you're pulling him up the hole, he's got blood, you know, all over his hand. Um, you can do a 
a, uh, a dex roll to see if you drop the, uh, the pitchfork in the process. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, by the way, when when I'm pulled up, I'm gonna shit my finger. Oh, yeah. Does he take damage from it? Sixty-one. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. make. I'm gonna use uh, eleven luck to make it pass. Okay, that just means that you have your pitchfork with you. That that's all that you've succeeded. If you want to do that. Um, all right, you drag him up. He's he's holding his pitchfork, but he's also holding his hand. You can see blood is pouring out of his hand, um, and he's saying. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> what do you guys do? Holy shit. They, Holy got, his, they got his finger. I, I'll, uh, I'll rush over and, uh, I don't know, rip, rip, rip a piece of cloth from a shirt or yeah, something some and, and try to get the bleeding stopped. Um, when you take a look, you can see that it's been slit, snipped like it was snipped with a, you know. Like a cigar cutter or something. Right. Yeah, like with a cigar cutter. Um, yeah, we should we should step away from the whole. Edward's thing. also almost in shock because he's freaked out by what he saw. Um, I'll do. Uh, I mean, probably better let the one of the doctor do first aid, but I can do it if need be. Um, those yeah. of you who are still up, you can hear uh, hissing and clicking coming from down near the bottom of the hole. Okay, um, I've got the gun. I, Doc, I you do the first gun. aid. I pull my gun. Uh, while the while the, the doctor tells me the first aid, I'm gonna tell to, tell everyone those are not even human. Not human, you say? And at that, I fumble the the first aid, and the, it fails. <laughs> All right. So he's bleeding. You're gonna need some more medical. You're gonna have to get him fixed up. Sorry. How how much did he lose? Like how desperate um, are we to do a do a one d two. Oh, okay, he's well, a finger he's, in the other He's not, he's not going to die from it. Okay, good, sweet. Um, yeah, no shotgun. Then on the on the hole, waiting for the. Well, you can hear them, but nothing comes out. And I'm you realize over you, and... you do realize the the, the 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 light is shining down the hole from that. It's still midday, so. Oh, they don't like sunlight. What did you see down there, Edward? I have to describe it. I'd say moving corpses that are completely deformed. So not a giant rat. There not was definitely some, some look to them that you could think of them because they were definitely hairy and icky. They didn't have tails. Yeah, it looks, yeah, to me it looks and more like... And they had rat-like uh, teeth, these big, big old... Could, could the deformed footprints be from these creatures? From them, yes. Was any okay. of them wearing high heels? They weren't wearing <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> oh, how oh, uncivilized. <laughs> I know. No clothes at all. You think some devolved uh, human beings were isolated off into this well or something and have been living down in there we what about this i mean i mean uh, edward here's the the nut job but um with all this occult stuff but here's a wild uh, thing for you what if uh what are they the mcdougalls right that's the this is the family 
estate for the McDougals. What if they're the McDougals? Did they speak that, to you? That, that was 200 years ago, the, the last McDougal. If I, if I recall the professor's research at the, at the church correctly. Well, all of this stuff, I mean, they all got wiped out, right? And then all this kicks back off when one of them comes back. That's oh, the graves. The graves were... That's what I want to go check. That's what, we, we're going to go check yeah. the graves of McDougal's. Should we seal this entrance? Good call. There's plenty of rocks here. We can, uh, yeah. we can, we can fill this hole. Um, well, Xavier, you, you, you keep a gun on the, on the hole and me and Garrett will, uh, tr will try and get some rocks in the hole. Don't worry. We'll push some of the rocks. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Edward, uh, you want your finger back? Actually, can, you feel, can you feel the finger? Oh, good, good, yeah. Can, I feel the feel finger, it? by the way. At the moment, you don't. I mean, obviously, your hand is throbbing. Is there a way to amputate? I mean, like, uh, for example, uh, the finger is bite he bite bitten here. And is there a way to cut it uh, further? Or is it really here? I mean, yes, there's a way. It would it would definitely have to be something Alfred would do with medical equipment. He I've got a not... shotgun. Well, you do have a shotgun, Liam, and we've got like cannibal savages down here biting well, people's finger off. Poor Edward's really... got uh got his finger bitten off. These uh, are not really cannibals, you know. I, I mean, can't fit down the hole. I can't... don't have eyes, guys. They don't have Their heads. Eyes. Their heads are literally skulls. I don't know how this is possible, but well, do you reckon their they, heads are they, skulls. Was it through sound then? Were they finding you through sound? Is that yes. possibly what the... Uh, you yes. said you heard clicking. Like, yes. the, uh, the, like the vibrations of... Um, you know, there's no. some creatures that... Uh, th no, that you those, are, those are their teeth. Those are their, their mouths. Not uh, not anything else. They they are. Uh... Yeah, they. Some. No, that's what I'm saying. They make sound to, to vibrate off of things, and so that's why they. No, they 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 heard me when I was uh, moving and talking in general. Not uh, not from their perspective. Their their perspective. Um, Edward, do a luck roll. Okay. Yeah, so me and prof the professor are uh, the hole in with. No luck? Yeah, luck. Oh, you did you pass? No. Okay, you didn't pass. Just too so much. you had grabbed some finger bones, but you dropped them along the way when you were yeah. attacked. I thought that would make sense. I think uh, possibly we should... Um, uh, fill this hole up. Uh, we can, get, I'm sure they've got some shovels down there. We can go uh, pack up this hole a bit and then go and check out the graves um, of the of the McDougals. Yeah, I think I think we should check out the graves. Now, I also think that we should get a stick or two of dynamite just in case we want to throw something down the hole at the end of Where the day. Where are we going to find dynamite? You'd find dynamite. This is the country. People blow up tree stumps. Yeah. Brilliant! I love this idea. Um, and and what if the the bodies at the graveyard aren't there? 
well then it, it, it confirms well it would somewhat confirm what I said that this is the McDougals and if it is the McDougals uh, are we are we planning to confront these these creatures or this family that's living down in this hole or well you can but I'd rather not I'd like I quite like all my digits when I was down there guys when I was down there there was a first room that was leading to three different rooms I was uh, I did go on the right one and I found a pile of fingers but just a bone well, how many how many were there I didn't really count there were there were um, there was a bit a lot of them was there more than 12 oh yeah yeah oh, right. more. So the, our, our theory of the of the six and six doesn't yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, those tunnels very well may lead to the graveyard. Was um yeah that that's yeah. A good, was it was it like when you got down there was it um was it tunnels that had been dug out or was it remains of the the um they were the dug castle? out they were dug okay, out so actually it was it wasn't actually the castle right actually when I tried to get some fingers to to get them back to the victims potentially. I made them drop, and the hissing and clicking sound started. They were coming from the middle. Um, well, that would support the theory then the that you, when you made the noise, that was when they—that's why they caught on to you when you made the noise. Echo location. Yeah, it's yeah, starting. Should we do something we're not addressing here because? These creatures, yes, they're biting the fingers clearly, but uh, all the fingers that were taken in the next town over. It hurts. Yeah, right. They were, they were, all of them remembered a, a man in a, in a coat and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, and, and Shit, it hurts. Edward's, Edward's in a lot of pain here. What does it feel well, like? Get, get him back to the inn. Um, Biting. We'll, we'll, uh... Something. He's having the same symptoms as Clarence. Something's gnawing at his finger. I think Is the it only way to the same hand. No, he actually got his index finger bitten off. Oh. Oh well, that doesn't match up with the rest then. Hmm. I think to bring funny. relief to, to to these victims, we we need to go in there and recover these fingers. Hmm. I. Uh, yeah. Why? We're the Mousetrap Club. Yeah. Yes. And we we figure out mysteries. We don't go into places to throw uh, our lives away. That's why we bring old reliables like this. Well, I, again, I must okay. say I think nothing is more reliable than dynamite, and then we can go in afterwards. True. I like well, we need to make the hole bigger for Xavier and me anyway. <laughs> we wouldn't get, especially now that it's full of rocks. <laughs> Let's make right. a massive hole. Get um get Edward back to the inn. Uh, me and Garrett will, uh, and Xavier can go and uh, find the graves, and we'll yeah. try and see if we can we can find out if a if the bodies are there and all the fingers are gone, but also if the bodies are gone completely, then as you say, we'll also try and find some dynamite. Um, Let's get some crowbars or levers or something in case. Yes, yeah, so they'll, they'll, they'll the have plenty of uh, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But yes, sir. Uh, Alfred, you get Edward back and, um, uh, yeah, I guess put him in with Clarence. 
You know, the innkeepers are not going to be happy we've brought another one back. Mm. We're going to have to pay through the teeth for this. That's mm. right. I'll cover it. Right. So you guys, are, are, are you all heading back? You, uh, you've thrown rocks and dirt in the hole. Yeah, me, Xavier, and Garrett are going to go and find the graves of the McDougals. I'm going to yeah. take uh, Edward back back to the inn and more in a more proper environment. Try to try to help alleviate some of this pain. Yeah, I'm right. trying to stitch it up. Just be off. Be off here. All right. Um, so, Alfred, uh, I, I, I'll move this forward a little bit. Alfred and Edward go back, and you are able, um, with stuff that you brought yourself, to fix Edward up so that he is not bleeding and uh, that he's stitched up. But his finger is gone the same way as, as Clarence's is gone. And there are moments when Edward seems to calm down, and then all of a sudden he'll he'll jerk and it, it feels to him like something is literally gnawing on his finger and he can feel every excruciating uh, bit of it. Um, you can tell that he looks incredibly alarmed, like he couldn't actually believe that this was real and now it's happening to him. Um, the others, you head over to the churchyard and you learn from the priest um, that according to the records, um, the McDougal graves were, uh, were robbed um, shortly after they were buried. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of that, the graves were eventually repurposed and used by, by other people because there was no point in having a bunch of empty graves. Oh, so they were... They they were robbed and the bodies were fully taken. Every, everything was gone from the, the graves, yes. The bodies were gone. Grave robbing. Hmm. Yeah, but normally grave robbing, they don't take the body. Yeah, the right. bodies were gone. True, true, true. This is more... There were no That's bodies. That's what I'm saying. If you, if you got up from a grave, like your own grave, you would take your stuff with you. So maybe it wasn't grave robbers. Maybe they got up. <laughs> Won't be the most far-fetched thing. No! Maybe, maybe there were. Well, that's not good. Uh, let's go find mm. that dynamite. Um, yeah, let's. Dynamite's not that hard to find. You find it. I think it's going to be uh, not a great night for us because um, Edward's going to be in a lot of pain, and I think whatever we've we might have uh, pissed off whatever's in that hole, we might be in for a bit of a fight, gentlemen. Ah, uh, we'll, we'll we've got out of. I don't, well, I was about to say we get out of tougher uh, scrapes, but I, have I don't think we have to expect. <laughs> All right, we should we should get some whiskey for Edward as well. Yeah, yes. right. So you're all you're all a bit uh, unnerved, I guess, by what happened. Um, what are your plans? Uh, are your plans to do anything at the moment, or are your plans to do something later on, or are you going to wait until tomorrow? Do, I mean, uh, what do you want to do? Do we want to go out tonight and sort of see if well, Alfred? Alfred doesn't want to wait at all. I'm. Uh, 
the uh, this seems like uh, seeing Edward in the pain that he's in. Clarence has been suffering this for days. Uh, mm. We'll no. need to ask um, David to keep an eye on Edward as well. If if we're all going to go out, we'll need to get some um, David to watch Edward. Edward, do a uh, do a power roll. Uh, failed. Uh, failed by. Can I use roll luck for? Yes, you can. Sixty. I use uh, 18 uh, luck to, um, to pass it out. All right. Let me, let me give it to you this way. You can, you can decide whether you want to lose that luck or not. Um, if you pass, you feel that you're, you're not so soft that you can't plow through the pain. You're not on where Clarence is. Clarence doesn't seem to be able to handle the pain at all. You, on the other hand, if you pass, you're going to go, fuck, it hurts, but I, I want to go. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> Only in well, bed. I'm going to um, something, I mean, a branch or something like that, just put it in my mouth so that I just... Uh... All right, so you're going to plow through. So you'll have to spend the luck then to pass the power. My only yeah, my concern with why the, I used, uh, why I used the luck with because... you coming, Edward, is, is if these things do, if they do pick up on sound and that's what they're hearing, even your grunts and groans from the pain are going to tell them exactly where we are. So yeah. just, just be very, if you're going to come, that's fine, but you'll need to... Before coming, I was... Uh, I, I did think about asking to the doctor to just cut off the finger here, just to try and, you know, separate enough? all the thing. I know it might be stupid, but that's what I have. Interesting theory. Do you have the equipment? To, are you an actual, I don't think you're that kind of doctor, Alfred. He's an alienist, so he's both medical and psychological. Ah, right, right, okay. Do you have the equipment? I, uh, I mean, uh, 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 a knife is a knife. I, I've never removed a finger before. Uh, Edward, are, are you sure? We're well, not this removing could a finger, be... you're removing a nub. Th this, sure. could, this could go wrong. Oh, I'm sure, I don't have any better plan. So Not I good. just put my hand like something like that on, um, on a table or something like, so that it can be easier for him. Oh. Alfred, oh, you even so do instead, it instead do it. of at the, the knuckle, you're going all the way back to this knuckle. Yeah. Removing it. All right. All right. Um, Doc, Look go away. ahead and do a, a medical roll. I'll even give you a bonus medical roll. Come on, Doc. You... Don't fuck it up. You're okay. I uh, okay. Uh, got a regular success. All right. So he removes your finger all the way back to the knuckle and he uh, patches it up and everything. And you're thinking, well, maybe that did the trick. And then the invisible finger that's floating out here in the air starts to feel like something's gnawing on it. And it's, it's excruciating. But if you can plow through it, you can keep from screaming. No. You can be like hit on the table. Um, you know, uh, you're, you're uh, biting you're... more into the, the thing, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say shit. 
Now you're thinking if you if you cut your whole hand off, you won't feel no, your no, hand, no. but you'll still feel the finger floating out there. <laughs> this is more than just nerves going on okay. here. I th I, it's, uh, I don't know how I feel about uh, if, if we're going to go out and if these things do find us via sound, it's a big risk. Yeah. Oh, we could... Uh... We could gag Edward. Well, I mean, they pick, I'll do they it alone. If you if you ask me, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing it by myself. It's okay. And um, it's the... Edward does tell you that when he when he shoved his uh, pitchfork at one, he heard it. It it backed away. Well, not yeah, we yeah. They can be I think if a, if a man loses his finger to these beasts and wants to go, I don't think we should stand in his way. All right, then you two can be a peer. <laughs> you can look after him and we'll... Uh, 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 what's, so what's the plan? We're going to go either sides of, the, of the, 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 the ruins and try and wait for them to come out and wipe them out? I don't know. Uh, I mean, if we wait for dark, they might they might come out of the hole because it seems that they were afraid of the daylight. So, and we have at no least the holes the holes been completely filled up. You guys did that. Could, yeah. Could we lure yeah. them out by like dangling one of our hands over the hole? <laughs> Just dangling it over. Who has the chubbiest fingers? Davia. Oh, yeah, me. <laughs> See, look, my ring finger is very tasty. What are you going to do? Are you going to go now, go later, go tonight, go tomorrow? I, think I like the professor's idea. Uh, that maybe now I think of it, maybe setting up traps. Well, how long do we have until night? Like, like hours? We'll wise. say it's. We'll say it's five o'clock now. Okay, so that gives us maybe two hours before we'll say, nightfall. We'll say it's we'll say yeah, we'll say it's five o'clock now. Okay, so around about two hours before oh no, it's we're in the highlands, so yeah, nightfall is gonna be way quicker. Um We could we could take the try to uh, I'm, I'm just saying we we're not gonna have time we're not gonna have enough daylight to set up traps. We could just uh, mm. get the rocks out of the hole and uh wait at top of the hole with our weapons drawn, waiting for anything that might come out and uh, uh, try to dispatch any creatures that come out. And hopefully Edward can show us down to this, this place where the fingers are and it might provide, getting those might provide him and others. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't love the idea of, because we don't know how many of those things there are. They could quite mm. easily outnumber us and swarm us and and, and you know I, I, i'm a pretty good shot i don't know about the rest of you from mm. my, i remember from well, my memories at school what do you suggest then well that's what I, I laying in waste and waiting for them to come out not you know and um i don't I, the traps is not a bad idea i just don't think we have the time to set the traps up before nightfall mm. But maybe if we wait till tomorrow night, because then we can see if they actually dig out oh, the hole we fill. 
and that way we've got Clarence. Um, Clarence will be gone tomorrow because tomorrow morning they come to get him. Mm. Um, and then we'll have time to set up proper traps, snares. Nets, yes, let's do whatever. that. Let's uh, let's let's hunker up at the at the inn. Uh, we can keep me. Uh, I don't mind if uh, uh, me and Xavier we can keep watch, uh, and we'll mm -hmm. just do it uh, to start, and then we'll we'll do it and um, we'll we'll swap in and out and just keep an eye up the hill and. And then, as you say, tomorrow we can see if the hole's been dug up or not, um, and then mm. we can go from there. All right. That means, so Edward, you can try and get some rest. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Edward, do a luck roll. And he doesn't have a luck because he's been a shitload of it. Well, how to say, twenty-seven out of three. You've got three luck left. Oh, um, yeah. You don't get a good night's sleep tonight. You're gonna you're gonna be in a lot of pain, tossing and turning. Every time you just barely start to fall asleep, the the pain becomes excruciating, and you wake up. So tomorrow you're going to have a uh, penalty dice on anything uh, that has to do with your with thinking. Okay. So At least I will try. All right. Um, so the rest of you are going to spend the night in the inn, um, waiting for tomorrow. All right. Um, next morning. Uh, did we up. see anything in the night? It's pitch black outside. There's no street lights or anything. What were you? Ah, uh, good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't see anything. Okay. First off in the morning, I'll uh, try to do is focus on the, well, the missing finger. And uh, pull out the card. Okay. So, um, the reading today just seems completely random. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, Edward, you're not looking so good this morning. It doesn't look like you slept at all. True. True, but I want this thing and in a way or another. You totally want your finger back. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, back. let's go check the hole. Mm. Yep. And All right. Get prepared. All right. So, you guys, you guys have all of your stuff with you. You walk up the the hill. Um, do a spot hidden for me. Oh, oh one. Nine. Oh, oh six. Oh nine. Do I do I use it two times or one? Bonus. Uh, you get a negative dice, so yeah. You you roll it two times and you take the worst roll. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Liam and Xavier. Um. Everybody else seems to be at least mostly concentrating on the ruin. As you're walking up and you just happen to be looking down at the road you realize there are fresh car uh tracks that a car came up the uh, this just probably last night liam did, do you see that yeah yeah did, did, uh, garrett uh alfred uh in your watches last night did you hear a car by any chance nope you don't yeah. there's, there's fresh there's fresh car tracks well, someone's driven up here apparently by the way since i was up all night 
I should have heard if uh, Car. You didn't. We were yeah. all up. We were we were all keeping taking turns keeping watch. I was yeah. up all night. I didn't hear any car. But you. Well, to um, be fair, you were screaming, Edward. You were you were also all <laughs> exhausted. So there may have been moments that you just sort of. On that as well, I'm assuming the 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 cart turned up to take Clarence. That's all done. Not yet. Not this. Okay. Not yet. It'll all show right. up sometime today. Um, well, this you is... can definitely see that the car went part way up the hill and then it parked when it couldn't go any farther. And there are fresh uh, footprints um, in the uh, in the dirt uh, that definitely look like the footprints you've seen before. And feet. No, no, the 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 shoe prints that you've seen before. Okay. Including the high heels? No, no high heels no. this time. Okay. Um, and that they seem to have gone straight to where the hole was hang yesterday. On, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, gentlemen. I've just had a, I just had a thought here. So we saw, so we saw high heels, yeah. We yeah. saw high heels, and we saw that guy's footprints, uh, someone's footprints later on, but no high heels. Now yeah. we're seeing footprints. This is, I'm going to go out on a limb. This is our finger cutter offer guy. He's bringing mm. people to the he's Bringing the, the females here. Mm, mm. After he's knocked them out. I, but then what? But then that doesn't. And then he's taking equate, them back and dumping them in the alley. But does that equate to why? Because we saw heel prints. Like, Did we see David last night when we got back to the? Uh, mm -hmm. to the oh, oh. We did see David. I'm just thinking if this is the McDougalls, and they found a lot of gold. So why are people? Why is someone bringing them fingers? Could be a trade for gold. And there is someone who is doing quite well, the priests. <laughs> Could he be trading? Is fingers? the hole is the hole covered up? Well, you yeah. haven't walked up the hill yet. Because we've all seen, I think we've all seen the priest in power. Was he a big bloke? Is the priest a big bloke? Or is he a skinny bloke? Not particularly, but he did say that the McDougals had left a trust uh, right, that was yeah. taking care of ah, the church okay. all this time. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna make my way up, but I've I've got my uh, my shotgun ready. Okay. Yeah, I'm right behind Liam. Because you know right where it is and you head right back up towards it, it very quickly becomes apparent, uh, mainly because there's a shovel lying there, that somebody came up here and dug out the hole. Because now there are piles of dirt around. The blocks have been removed and tossed over to the side, and the hole is now open again. This and wasn't the creatures. Those footprints are there all over. This wasn't they, the creatures. This is this is this is man-made. This. It's the it's that guy, the finger stealer, definitely. Yeah. I think that's probably accurate. But who is the finger stealer? That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm, uh, we need to I'm follow the, the the car tracks. We need to follow uh, the car tracks back. How many? Yeah, that that's a, that's actually a. Yeah. I'm extremely positive. Yesterday night, 
I've seen three of these creatures. One of them took my finger. I'm extremely right. sure. The doc, the doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The doctor, the one we met in town. Yeah, was he a big Not fan? Human. Not particularly. No, no, he. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure people. We obviously we probably haven't met this man, but I'm just trying to think of the people we have seen. But but I don't would it perhaps? To, be better not to set up traps, but rather to make a good hiding spot and try to observe. And we fill it back up because someone will clearly come. They'll have to come and dig it up again, so that's going to take some time. And And if it's one man, looking at the footsteps, is it one man? Like, is it one set of footsteps? One man against all of us. And if we set up a hiding spot, like yeah. Garrett said, yeah. we've got a jump on him. Well, that could be, that, might, that could be the ticket, just the ticket. Uh, I might bust out the hiding spots, so I don't think it's a good idea that I do the hiding. No, no I think you should stay back at the inn. Um, as you say. Um, it- Alfred, do uh, you have some some drugs we can give? I mean, it would be easy if we can just wrestle the person to the ground and perhaps inject him with something that would make him like easier to transport. Yeah, yeah. You probably have morphine and stuff like that. I have something that might might work work for that purpose. Sedative of some kind. Um, well, uh, let's let's try and follow the the trucks of the car back and see if it. Not the whole way, but let's at least see if it, which direction it's come from. Because if it's come from yeah. Hulhane, we know that then that possibly, uh, you know. Well, all right. That that's one thing that that you'll you'll find out. I mean, there is only one other road going out, and that's going to Hulhane. And you cut you the tracks aren't there everywhere because there are people. In the town ta- in in Dunval, so yeah, you're pretty sure it just came from that direction, but it could have come from anywhere in Scotland coming up that road. So there are no other no, roads coming into Dunval. Just double checking that it didn't come from. It didn't come Clarence's from somebody car. in town, right? Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, okay, perfect. All right, all right. So it's definitely come from up that way. Um, I should say, let's try if we can try and make a some sort of hideout in the ruins, cover up the hole so that when he comes back um, he won't be able to, he'll have to un, he'll have to dig it back up again so we've got time to to get the jump on him mm. um, and I think it's better as you say if Edward, if you stay back at the uh, at the inn um, are you happy to stay there by yourself or would you like one of us to to stay back with you? If you think that's better for the situation, that you still stay all four here, I will. I will let you do what you want. I mean, I'm the um, the weak link here. I want to ask you another question. Are you discussing any of this with people in town? Not so far. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that a good since idea? Since we don't, since we don't know who this man is. We probably can't trust anyone. Because we, you know what I mean? We don't know if they are working with him or if he, they are him. We, it's 
I mean, this the success of this also depends on the that that he brings someone here every night. This is the first night we've seen seen tracks appear. I mean, maybe we'll get lucky and someone will show up tonight, but it that may not be true. a reg that regular occurrence. But uh, if Edward can live through the pain, we could burn burn more time uh, lying in wait. All right. Well, it's still morning. So what do you guys want to do? Let's, let's head back to Halhain, actually, uh, or at least some of us. I'd like to see if there's been another uh, woman that's been taken with a, with a missing yeah. finger or if there's someone else has been, because then that would explain why he did come up last night to, to take someone to get there. Or, you know, if, they might have not lost their finger because he couldn't get it. I don't know, but it's worth checking. Yeah, we could see the, the morning post and see if there's a perhaps an early morning story of the exactly of um, and someone the, attacked the, again. The um the cart will be coming today as well to pick up Clarence and David uh, to take them back. So we'll we'll sort all that out as well. I'm William, sure the innkeeper will be. Uh, by the happy. way, Liam, uh, can I go with you since we will have more more weight in our arguments if there is someone that has been beaten if you see what i mean i thought we were all we're all going aren't we yeah i'm go i'll go i think we might as well all go because there's no reason to split up we don't have another place to really go at the minute so and we're, we're i'm assuming we're gonna we'll cover the whole backup before we leave yeah Actually, same way you did maybe before. Yeah, maybe someone should stay just to see if anyone else okay. goes up. Mm. Maybe well, maybe I should stay, being as though I am armed. Okay, if you're um if you're happy. And I just maybe sit near one of the rocks a little bit out of sight or something and Well so, let's do it this way. I'll 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 stay here with you. Because then that means I can deal with Clarence's transport and everything. You three go back into town and see if there's been any more incidents of people going missing or anything like that. See if anything's yeah. happened. Uh, and me, Xavier, will stay here and keep an eye on the whole. And we'll deal with Clarence when the cart arrives. Yeah. That sounds fair enough. Some reasonable, yeah. All right. So you can arrange for us to get a car, Liam? Oh, well, you, you're just going to take Clarence's car. Yeah, just take Clarence's car. Very good. All right. So while um, Liam and Xavier stay and take care of that, and sometime around noon, the transport comes um, for uh, David and Clarence. Um, although they want to know what to do about the car, you know clarence's car yeah well uh I mean, we're we're just... we're using it at at the moment um but we we can um i can organize for it to be uh transported back uh to london no 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 problem at all all right well that that that'll be taken care of then uh clarence is not any any different he is still finding uh that his uh his hand is excruciating uh edward is the same he finds the same pain in his hand um uh, and other than that, you're you're there. All right. The other three, you end up going back to Halhain, and 
you find nothing in the newspaper about this happening again. Um, did you want to do anything else while you're in Halloween? Yeah, we'll drive by the uh, the woman's house that we had spoken to the day before uh, and see if we might catch her uh, there or out in her yard again. Um, sure, yeah. They're out doing laundry. Uh, she's there with a few women. Oh, uh, so I, I'll step out. Uh, uh, pardon me. You, you might remember remember me from yesterday. I was with uh, yeah, the, well, the well the well dressed guy was speaking to you. You were you were that bloke who was here asking about our fingers. Yeah, uh, just uh, checking in on uh, any anything odd happened last night. Uh, any any of uh, the ladies uh, uh, attacked again, or everybody seems to be accounted for and fine. Nope, nobody was attacked again. Okay. Um, but all of the all of them tell you that their fingers still feel like they're being it's it's some god awful pain. They uh, they're used to suffering, so they suffer through it. But you can tell that they've they're fatigued. I mean, you're not, they're you're used not. to working in the daytime. They were used to working at nighttime and sleeping in the day, but they're obviously up and around doing things because they're their eyes are bloodshot and they can't sleep. Oh, I'm gonna go towards them and I'm gonna ask uh, about the details of how they feel. Um, how can I put that? Uh, hello, hello ladies. I am in the same situation as you are. Can you explain me what you feel about this finger because yeah i don't really know what to expect their their description is the same it feels like okay. something of course from their experience they were bonked on the head and they all they remember after that is waking up in an alley randomly somewhere in the town of Alhane with their hand bandaged up so and they do remember a gentleman who is rather large and tall um, with a hat and a jacket and a, you know, a, a suit that uh, had a big car and uh, whacked him. They thought that he was a, a high paying customer. Well, or at least a moderately. They don't think that he was high paying. His car wasn't that good, you know. But he had good clothes, fairly good clothes. So anything else in town? This doesn't take just, you more than an hour or two. Uh, is there any other towns nearby? As, other towns as well? There are, but, but they're farther away. Okay. Hmm. And actually, uh, this is where you came in. This is where you trained train stopped so. because there's a lot of fingers i mean yeah maybe it might have been collecting they might have been collecting fingers for 200 years, years. Yeah. so yeah just wonder where the the last night's victim was from uh, hmm. but he's sitting right next to you <laughs> last night's victim <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I misunderstood. What you said. Yeah, the the person who, last night, right? Well, uh, should we should we head back to uh, uh, to the Borean? Yeah, I don't see much to do yet. I mean, we could we could check at the police station, but it doesn't seem like there's anything in the papers this morning, and and the ladies didn't have have anything. I, I feel the... like just digging in near the hole. Okay. Making a good stand there and prepare some. Well, prepare for the night. A good hiding spot. All right. Pitchforks. All right. So we'll assume that you take the drive back. It doesn't take long. Um, and once again, you all sort of meet up at the Red Boar Inn. Uh, what? Any I... luck? Uh, total dead end. Uh, neither, nothing in the papers. And uh, we even saw some of your, your, your favorite ladies from yesterday. And uh, mm. uh, they're, they're all accounted for. They had heard nothing about another assault. Uh, not sure where this victim may have come from. If we're even on the right the right trail here, the other thing that I, I uh, me and Xavier were speaking about uh, that we found quite interesting in there. Well, it could it could be quite bad that it, it might be a, a sign of something, but Edward's the only one with a different finger that has been taken. Mm. I'm trying not to think too much about this, but yeah, I'm just trying to help here and. If you are going there, I was thinking about using the lamp or a lamp or something to warn you if a car comes in. Mm. So you mean you sit here and then you use the flashlight as like a like yeah. a light signal someone comes. Yes. And that's uh, yeah, that could be uh that could be uh could be helpful. A good idea. Um, since I'm not sleeping much. Mm. Mm. One thing is that Edward was directly attacked by these creatures below. Uh, the, well, so uh, the, was the, the, the 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 ring finger maybe. Uh, so was Clarence. He was he was directly attacked. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking that what might explain the uh, the ring fingers missing if our guy who's offering them up as sacrifices maybe taking the ring fingers uh, while maybe the monsters. Maybe it's it's maybe that the creatures may be aiming for the, the ring finger and actually they've that. missed mine. But is it on the same hand? Tom? Okay, so yeah, sure. Fingers... Yeah, okay, so it's all, all right, all right. But when you saw these creatures, Edward, did they have all their digits? Were they missing uh, any fingers? Uh, uh, because he asked you that, do a, a, a knowledge roll for remembering. Okay. <laughs> 48 out of uh, 65, so yeah. Is that with the penalty? Without the penalty, uh, 48. Okay, so both of them pass. Yes. They, no, they, uh, um, they were, they only had three. A, a finger was oh. missing, most definitely. A finger was, yeah, a uh, finger was missing on all of them, and I'm gonna In show fact, it. Do a spot hidden. Also, this one you can Wrinkles. just do a regular. 
Uh, I don't have enough work. Uh, I miss it by date, not by 10 points. Okay. Yeah, definitely there was only, you know, three fingers that came around the, the, the wall. And this is the Dirty McDougal. Possibly that, uh, yes. Uh, it's like right, they've well, transformed think... into these hideous creatures. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that could be worrying for, for Clarence. He might be next. Rather mm. disturbing. Mm. Right, well, I think the best thing we can do now is set up our our hiding sites and make sure we've got plenty of supplies. Uh, um, does anyone want to stay in the inn with Edward tonight, um, keeping watch? Not I. Uh, all right, so we're all gonna be we're all gonna be up the top then. All right, so we'll be up the top. The thing and, and Edward, as you say, keep watch. If you hear or see anything, yes, flash the light, and we'll uh, we'll be ready. And let's bring let's some try more and make our um, let's try and make our um our hide like we might have two hiding spots, so it can be two and two, and watch from both angles, so we can kind of come in at them mm. if they if for where they are. So um. We'll make sure we're covering both sides. Good shout. Good. And you refilled the hole again, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now it's just wasting game. <laughs> Evening comes. Um, gets dark. Um, right about 11, 11.30 at night. Um, Edward, uh, you're sitting there um, in a lot of pain, and you're you 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 you're 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 feeling the finger, and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, you wish that it would stop. It's just, it's horrible, and that you you understand what Clarence meant, like like he he could go completely insane from this, you know, and um, you look up, and you realize as you look up that there is a car very slowly moving uh, closer to the, the hill. Light and light. it's a car you don't recognize. All right, so you flash. Uh, the rest of you do uh, constitution rolls because you've been up here for hours. Good. Uh, oh, oh God. I'm going to spend two luck because I got a 47 and I have 45. It's okay. Liam, Liam saw it. So Liam sees, Liam sees the flash from the, the building. You ready, gents? Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, you're sitting there for a moment and you can see sort of in the shadows, you can see the car pull up right about to where it was. The door opens rather quietly and you see a gentleman get out. You can't see his features because it's dark and uh, he's not, he, he doesn't have a flashlight himself. Um, but he closes his car door and he seems to turn uh, directly towards where you guys are and, or at least where the hole is. And he starts walking up the hill. Um, he walks more or less in a straight line uh, and you can see he's a fairly tall uh, individual. 
matches very much what the prostitutes described, except that you can't see features because it's dark. You just see his sort of shadow against the sky in the background and uh, the dark sky. Uh, and he comes up and he fumbles around for a moment for the shovel. Was the shovel, did you guys move the shovel or did you leave the shovel? Wouldn't have left it, I wouldn't think. All right. So you see him fumble around for a minute looking for uh, apparently the shovel that he left. And then he turns, starts to walk back down towards his car. Did you guys want to do anything at this point or? Um, I'm staying. I, I want to, yeah. You want to keep watching? Yeah, keep watching. Yeah. All right. He walks back to his car. Um, he opens up the boot of the car and he reaches in and pulls something out. And at first you can't tell what it is, but then you can sort of see that it's like the thing you use on your car to, um, I, I can't think of the name of it, the thing that you use to- Like the jack? Well, no, like the, to wind like, it up. Like the, the thing to, oh. to take the nuts off. Um, oh, um, oh, tire iron. Lug nut. The tire iron. Tire iron. There you go. So he's grabbed the tire iron and he closes his, his thing. And then he walks back up. He doesn't seem to be in a particular hurry or anything. But as soon as he comes up to where the hole is, he starts to try to use the tire iron to to dig with, to, to pry up the stones that have fallen in and pull them and he starts setting them to the side. So, so I'll just very quietly... Psh- is this our chance to rush him? I think so. He's distracted. Yeah. Can I pick up a, a rock that's nearby and and throw it, um, like uh, in the direction of, of like the way he would be facing? So it's just okay. like if he looked up, it would be he'd hear something over there. Okay. Um. And go I'm ahead to ready. Do a, a lot. Getting ready to that. run for the car. Um, 46, which is a pass. Okay. So when you do that, he stops what he's doing and he looks up and he started, he's looking around like this and you can't, once again, you still can't see him. He's still in shadow. Um, He looks around and stops to listen. And then after a couple of seconds, he goes back to digging. You can see him pulling a rock out. He's using his hands too to pull some of the dirt. Alfred, I'm gonna go for him. I'm gonna point my gun out because I doubt he'll run if there's a gun pointing to him. And Liam's got my back anyway. And I'm yeah, I'm I'm, if you I'm gonna kind of come around behind him with the shotgun. I'm gonna attempt to go up behind him and point my gun at the back of his head. Okay, both of you do cons uh, do uh, dexterity rolls to see if you make any noise. Remember, you're in the dark, and there are big rocks all over the place. So, uh, thirty-two, a regular pass. I also got a regular pass. All right. So you manage to maneuver so that one of you is towards the side, one of you is behind him, and he's not really paying attention. He's digging. All right. Uh, so, do your next move. He hasn't noticed you. So I just. To be fair, I'm just going to press my gun against the back of his head. As I see you do that, I'm going to say, lovely night for a walk, isn't it? 
Um, you press your gun against the back of his head and he stops what he's doing. Um, and he puts down the tire iron and he raises his hands like this. And uh, uh, he says, what do you want? I'm going to say, Alfred, torch. I, I light everything. I light everything up. Okay. Um, the man is wearing kind of a brown suit. Uh, he is um, dirty because of the dirt that he's digging. Um, you can see that uh, he is maybe 35, somewhere around there. Um, he's hasn't shaved in a while. Um, he looks scruffy. Uh, and as he, he stands there and you've got your light shined on him, you can see that he is missing a finger. Who, who are you first? First and all. Who, who are you people? We are... We're the ones a, with the guns. And I'm a PI on a, on a case. Um, he starts to stand up. Are you going to let him? No, I, I, I won't shoot him, but I'll try to back, not on the head, but kind of keep him down by yeah. hitting him with the... All right. Um, so you're going to, what, are you going to hit him in the head? Can't, uh, yeah, but, uh, fuck it, yeah, I'm just going to hit him on the head. Okay. <laughs> um, you hit him in the head, and he falls back forward into the hole, and he comes back with that tire iron, since he fell right onto it, um, to try to hit um, you with it. If he goes for Xavier, I'm going to fire. Well, he's right in front of Xavier. You fire in yeah. the dark. You're, you're. Well, I guess it's not that dark. We're, no, we're, we're, we've lit him up. Yeah. Right. Um, what I do you want to do? I'm going to try. Do how would I still? I don't want to shoot. I've got a dog, so I don't really want to shoot him. So I'm going to try dodge out the way. All right, you're gonna try dodge. Go ahead. Yeah. Jesus Christ, ninety six. That is, I, not even my look can save me. <laughs> yeah. So he hits you square, like in the side of the neck, with the the, the tire. But he only does two points of damage, but it knocks you back. Ah, fucking ass. Um, I got a regular pass. So you're going to shoot. Uh, you got a regular pass. He got a regular pass, but um, I think you win in that case. Uh, so you fire. What are you aiming at? Center mass. Okay. Um, you people Especially because the light's not great. So murder. I mean, if I can, if I can shoot, shoot lower, like a little bit lower of center mass, but like I, so I'm aiming possibly for the legs. What, um, uh, go ahead and roll for damage. You're, you're right in front of him. You're right in front of him. So, okay, so that's going to be 46. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I wanted. Fuck. Uh, five. Six. Oh, he's, he's, he's gone. Five. You blow a hole in him. Six. Yeah, you, you blow his whole interior mass all over the ground. Uh, he drops. Oh my God, Liam! What have you done? 
Well, he, went, he, he, went, he went for Xavier. He went for Xavier. Just Look, he tackled the man. You could have oh hit him. Oh, my God. You could have We brought Morph in. We wanted to, <laughs> to interrogate him. We're in deep shit now. You, you could I'm have kind hit of him with around. the of your shotgun. Does, oh, did the sound of the shotgun turn lights on about? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yes. I rolled an 09. And uh, you suddenly notice lights winking on uh, in the town. Right. Well, we'll tell them the truth. We, this was the, the man responsible for all of the kidnappings of the prostitutes and taking them up here. I mean, the no truth is that the man was digging a hole in the middle of the night, which is not illegal. And we he matches, shot him He matches dead. the description. He matches the oh. description of the man that was doing the kidnappings of all Wait. the women. And he tried to reach for Liam's shotgun. Right. Yes. And oh, we have yes. a private investigator here, right. so we and we were hired up to come up and, here to investigate. Hang on, gentlemen. Right. Usually, because you said he had like a jacket on. I know most of his lower half is gone, <laughs> but his his name on the top. Because some people have their name engraved, like stitched in. Well, I'm not looking on on his clothes. No, there's nothing there. Any idea? Any, I doubt I, I, okay, you're going to look for it? Do a yeah. spot hidden. I, I, spot hidden with a... It's, it's, there's only like two places it could be, right? A wallet yeah. in the pocket, in the, a wallet in the... Yeah. yeah, so, yes, you do find his ID. Um, Ian Bannerman is his name. Ian. And he is from uh, Inverness. Okay. And from other bits and pieces that you can figure out in his wallet, he is a traveling salesman. Ian. Which is how he gets it. And traveling salesman. Yeah. yeah. Do an this, idea roll. It reminds me of that. It reminds me of that Agatha Christie novel, The ABC Murders, The Traveling Salesman. Very, very true. And it's a. And it's a cliche. How did we not? How did we not think it was something? Yeah, to... Of course. Oh, it's so much more simpler when it's right in front of you. <laughs> but they're they're looking at the idea. I, I wanted to look in his car. Yeah, but... let's search his car before people come. Edward, you uh, can of course you heard the gunshot, uh, and you saw the flash of light when the gunshot went off. Um, what do you Xavier, want to do? Is he bleeding? Is Xavier bleeding? Um, no, but he's probably developing a big purple a bruise. Big bruise. So that'll help as well. We can, it, it, you know, he was attacked. We can come up with some self-defense. We, we've had to do it before, Liam. No, exactly. And that, like, I can pay people. Not for up. murdering people, but we've had to do it before. And what are you up to? I see people starting to go there. Uh, you do. You well. You start to see people getting up, wondering what the gunshot was. Um, I will start to go with them since. Well, yeah, fire shot in the in the dark. Yeah. Okay. Um, you are also uh, in in excruciating pain still. Well, so nothing there has changed. All the way, like. Yeah, you're you're trying to hold it in, but um, you have had no sleep for almost two days now. 
Um, all right, uh, people start wondering what's going on, but they they don't. Well, you're going towards the car. You wanted to go to the car first. All right. Um, you get down to the guy's car. Um, do a do a spot hidden roll for me. Just give it to you all on that. Hard. I failed that one. Damn. But you got it. You got I'm a hard to, Garrett. I'm gonna try yeah. to gain a gain a bit of time uh, for them by telling to the others. It might be the person who actually stealing the fingers from people for some reason he also did it with me okay well they all look at you very strangely when you say something like that well um, i'm gonna show her i'm gonna <laughs> show them my finger then in that case i'm gonna tell them just be careful um, i don't know what she's able he's able to do what you find in the car is very strong evidence that the guy is a traveling salesman but that he hasn't been doing his traveling salesman stuff for at least a month, maybe. Um, there's there's some trash here and there, almost like he's been living out of his car. Uh, and and maybe some evidence of uh, blood stains in the back seat. Uh, not not to the extent that 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 anybody was bleeding severely, but maybe enough blood for a prostitute that had had her finger bitten off and was wrapped up. You also find some bits and pieces of wrapping, you know. Um, so it's not. It doesn't seem like he cut the fingers off. He brought them here. Knocked them out, and them something out. bit them off, and then he took them back. All right. So by now, there are a number of people moving forward, uh, but they don't want to go anywhere near that building in the dark because of the reputation. Um, however, the constable probably does. So he starts walking up the hill where you are. What's all this about now? And then he sees the dead body and he's like, you better uh, better speak up now. We had an in, we don't, uh, I am uh, Xavier Cordova, a private investigator and we were investigating into a case for a friend and uh, about he lost his finger and he wanted to get to the uh, case for it. And we tracked it down to here now, we're going to have man. to take you all back to the station and we're going to have to talk this through. That's fine. Oh, I, 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 I can do it. You might have uh, heard that in Hellhane, they've had a similar problem with uh, people losing their fingers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know. So he's going to take you back, all of you, mm -hmm. uh, and lock you up temporarily while he uh, tries to sort all of this stuff out. Um, I need you guys to do it. Oh, Jesus. You need to do a, a, a collective luck roll. <laughs> oh, oh, based oh, on the worst ever. guy's luck, oh. which I believe is oh, he's gonna do it. He's got to do it. <laughs> this is the downside. This I'll tell you right now, if he gets a one, you're all. No questions. You're free. <laughs> 
No, I'm, no, no, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying like I. I didn't tell Alfred that I had Clarence sent there either. There's strange things afoot, and I, and I. If we can get, if we can get it to Edward's finger, this may snap him out of it. Right, I'm well, I for a Professor um, Garrett's idea of 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 digging and getting to the bottom of this. Let's dig. Uh, I think same setup again. If if uh, Alfred and and Professor, if you guys go down. And then me and Xavier up there on the ropes. Any sign you hear anything, we pull you up. Okay, but we All should right, bring I... some some weapons of some kind, yeah, definitely. some pitchforks or yeah. We'll assume that you're well armed this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's assume let's assume that you you probably spend the afternoon. Oh wait, are you going to go down in day daytime or nighttime? Day. <laughs> All right, day. Yeah. So you spend the morning digging up the hole. Um, you realize too that as you're digging it, it wouldn't take any any effort at all to make it big enough to where all of you could go if you wanted to. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. Okay. So you've you've dug out the hole, most of it. The last little bit you'll have to do in the hole um, to get into the the room that uh, that Edward was in. Um, so and you can't go you can't go all at the same time. So who's going first? Who's going first and who's going last? I'm gonna go first. All right. I mean, I'm already bitten. Uh, I want the thing to end. You're bitten crazy and angry. Another. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna bring up the rear. <laughs> I mean, I've already uh, gave the golden watch to 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 Liam. If I eventually die in the process, so I, I have. Go no, after I will that. have no regrets. I'll right. go after Edward. I'll follow Edward. Right. Show us where the pile of bones are at, Edward. Uh, right. The pile of bones. I show you the the road on the right, and after that, I tell you the corpses were coming from in front. The middle. There's also a passageway to the left. All right. So with a little effort, Edward pushes through the the other <laughs> blocks and dirt. And uh, it spills out onto the ground, and you guys, uh, one by one, Edward first, uh, Liam last. You you come down into this underground chamber as I described before. Uh, it's only about five feet high, so you have to kind of hunker down. Uh, and you can see, in fact, there are three. Now that you've got all your flashlights going, um, you can see uh, that the one on the the right as I described it, goes, goes down a ways. The one in the middle, you can see it going off into the dark. The one on the right, on the left, uh, you can see it doesn't go in very far. And it looks at first like there is a large pile of rocks in that direction. Um, but they're, they're oddly evenly spaced lying there on the ground. It's it's something else. It's not a pile of rocks. What are um, what are those rocks over there? I pause and shine a light. A try to take a closer look. You realize that it's a well. Hmm. We've heard of this well, gentlemen. 
doesn't portend well. Well, <laughs> let's keep it going. Uh, let's have a look. Go, do you want to look down the well? Yeah, go over. Yeah. Well. All right. I'm going to watch the, the, the well first because, yeah. Be careful, uh, Professor. I, I would like you to all do a dex roll. That's a, uh, is, pass. Uh, that's a hard pass. That's a fumble. Ouch. 48 Ooh. out of 50. All right. When you, when you uh, were coming into this chamber and Edward pushed some of the blocks out of the way and they fell in and you guys all scrambled out of the tunnel, you, some of you made a little bit of noise. And off in the distance down the center tunnel you think you can hear a scratching or it doesn't sound like clicking yet but it sounds like maybe something down there is stirring um alfred you you walk towards the well or you scoot over towards the well and you can see that it's an old stone well uh probably from 200 years ago um, did you see you were going to look down in the well? Oh, sure. Sure. I right. think Me Professor too. Garrett and I are over there. Uh, you look down the well, and you can see that there is definitely water down there. The water looks like it's maybe 10 feet below where you're standing. Um, it has a an acrid, stagnant sort of smell to it. And by the way, everything down here smells a little like rotten meat. Well, this is an interesting find, but I don't, I don't see any fingers. Is there a pail? No. It's in the right. It's just, it's, it's, right just it's just the ring and the hole. The wooden structure that was over it is long gone. Mm. I'm going to show you the passage, the passageway I took to where I found uh, the finger bones. I'm going to tell you there's fingers. Be there careful. Sure. Uh, I, I heard something. Uh, Something down one of those passages. I'll fall. I'll fall. I'll stick close to Edward. Don't worry. All right. Go on, Edward. Uh, you you head on over towards that hole, and the more the more you concentrate on that center hole, or the center passage, the more nervous it makes you because you know that there's something lurking there in the dark. Um, that's making a, a scratching or, or uh, movement down there. Um, Edward, do a con roll. Is that a 92? I think it's a miss. 92, that's pretty miss. Um, uh, the rest of you here what sounds like a, a clicking noise coming from the middle passage. And all of a sudden, Edward leaps and grabs his hand and grits his teeth so that he doesn't yell out. But you can tell he's suddenly in really bad pain. Edward, hold it together, man. Hold it together. I know you're in pain. 
Um, Xavier talked. So when he talks yeah. to Edward, and as soon as that happens, you begin to definitely hear something down that passage moving around, some things moving. Uh, so uh, you're all I'm more or less in the backing, center of the room. I'm probably, as, as I hear that, I'm probably slowly backing my way back up to the entrance tunnel. The tunnel? Okay. Yeah. What are the rest of you my, doing? I got my gun trained on the direction where I can hear the clicking. Okay. Um, Edward was moving over towards the passage going to the finger room. That's who uh, I'm following. Well, I'll be sticking close to Edward while also keeping an eye in the direction of the click. And Professor Garrett, where are you? I'm I'm gonna stay behind the armed people because they seem to be okay. trigger happy. All right. Um, <laughs> so Edward, you you start you go first. You start moving down that passage once again, and you come to a room that is um, somewhat strewn with. Uh, bones. You're pretty sure they're all finger bones. Do a uh, do a spot hidden. Uh, we a disadvantage or? No, I think you're you're excited enough that you're well, pretty pretty alert. That wouldn't change much because it is a 91 under 27. Okay. Um. Yeah, you just you just notice that there's bones everywhere. Uh, Alfred, why don't you do a spot hidden? Well, that's a, a 36, which is a regular success. Okay. Um, picking up one of the bones, you realize that these have been gnawed. Uh, the bones themselves have been seriously gnawed. Um, so definitely something's gnawing on them right down to the the bone um but other than that you don't really you don't there, there's just there's finger bones are there uh are some of them are fresher than others uh some of them still have fl uh, like meat on them uh, it doesn't seem know. so it seems like they're all old there's no how, meat on how them many either. how many are we talking about altogether maybe Hundreds? uh maybe as many as a hundred So I, we're sort of piled in the middle of the room, but they've been recently disturbed by Edward. Yeah, because of me. Yeah. Edward, there. You recognize any of these? Yeah, I recognize the pile that I just. Well, you can see it. <laughs> I meant, do you recognize your finger? No. Um. So I, Right, I'll start ahead. grabbing grabbing some of the fingers and actually putting them in my pockets, trying to collect as many as I can. Okay. Well, I'm going to do the same. Um, all right. Um, Professor Garrett and Zane, and, now you say Zane, I can't Sorry, remember what yeah, your character's no, name is. Uh, Xavier and you. Uh, you're all sort of in the middle. Liam, that's right. You guys are all sort of in the middle of the room. Uh, Xavier, uh, you suddenly notice that there are a number of things moving around in the shadows down that hole, and they suddenly start moving outward rather quickly. Some of them moving on all fours, 
some of them climbing along the wall sides as they're coming. How and uh, you can see that there are six of them in total. Do a, do a, um, do a spot hidden too. Okay, I will, even though I know that just out of like a scared moment, uh, that is just a success. All right. You can see that they are all missing a, a finger. And with all of your flashlights, you can see that there are glints of gold. They are all, in fact, wearing rings. Liam. I guess I'll fire at one. Oh, it's a bad idea, but out of, out of pure scaredness. All right. I'm scared. Um, I'm going to fire. I wanna... We're going to fire. Go ahead and do your roll. Luckily. I'm probably not because uh, I've got Professor Garrett and could um, Xavier between me and them, so I don't want to shoot I, a shotgun. <laughs> I passed by a one, so it's just a still passed, one. right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so you got a regular roll. Yeah. Um, they completely failed to dodge, uh, so go ahead and roll damage. That is a one d ten, according to my sheet here. Uh, and I have a damage bonus, which helped. That is eight points of damage. All right. I'm going to take a fistful of uh, fingers and throw them at the creatures. Okay. Um, you, by the way, you hit. Um, you hit the creature, like, right in the skull. Boom. Like this. And it it stumbled. Let's say it was the one sort of climbing on the wall. It falls to the ground, writhes for a bit, and then runs back into the thing. But the other ones keep coming. Um, Fuck. Uh, uh, so now there's five of them coming out of the hole. Also, everybody do con rolls because he fired a gun in a tiny confined space. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, hard pass. I rolled a ninety. I was quite close to the um the exit though, so I maybe didn't get the full brunt of it. Uh, well, if, a failure. If well, if you passed, uh, yeah. you're 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 shocked but fine. Uh, if you failed, you've got serious ringing in your ears. It makes sense for me to fail, I guess. <laughs> uh, since I don't want other people to get their finger bitten. Uh, and seeing that what's, what Garrett did worked, I'm going to just take uh, fingers and just throw it at them out okay. of adrenaline. So, so both you and Professor Garrett are throwing finger bones at them. Uh, go ahead and do a, uh, uh, I guess it's a brawl. 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 Failure, well, 15. Okay. And Professor Garrett. Oh, it's failure. Okay. Well, in any case, you guys throw your bones at them. Some of the bones hit them. Some of them bounce off. They do absolutely nothing whatsoever. The creatures don't even notice that you've done this. And they keep moving forward. Um, as soon as they are within maybe 10 feet of where you're standing, they will leap forward like uh, 
like uh, frogs um, with their mouths open uh, trying to grapple you. Um, so let's go around. The, you're, you're all kind of in the middle at this point. So we'll say one goes for Professor Garrett. Um, you can do a dodge or try to fight back. I'm going to dodge. And it's an extreme success. Okay. So as it, as it comes for you, it's not able to get a hold of you, and it sort of leaps right past you. Um, Liam, uh, it's, it's leaping towards you. Go ahead. Um, if it's leaping towards me, I'll, I'll fire the shotgun. Sorry, it's going to ring the fuck out of your guys' ears, but... All right, so you're going to try to fight back. Yeah. That is a extreme success. All right. So that's better than mine. Um, what are you aiming at? Uh, if it was coming straight at me, just boom. Okay. So center of mass or the head? Probably the head on this thing. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. Um, uh, so it's I've got an extreme. Does that mean max damage? Yeah. yeah I think okay. It's yeah. So it's um forty six. Um. So there's nothing left. Of it. All right. There's nothing left of it. You <laughs> blow its head completely off. Its body falls to the ground, and it it twitches a little as you do this. Um. At that point, you do notice some of the other ones that are farther back, um, sort of stop for a moment in their tracks. You know, and they're 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 looking suddenly wary. But the, the ones that are in the front continue to come. So one's going to jump towards Alfred. I've, uh, I've slipped my hand into my pocket and kind of unconsciously slipped on that McDougal ring that I'd taken from, okay. from Clarence. Uh, I guess as it comes at me, I'll pull the, uh, uh, the tr try to squeeze the trigger on the Derringers as it leaps. All right. I'll go ahead and roll. Let's see if you hit him. And uh, I, I failed. All right. Um, as, it, as it leaps forward, it, it wraps its long fingers around you. It grapples you. Do a power roll. A regular success. Okay. It also gets a regular success, which means it's struggling with you to get your hand in its mouth and you are in horror fighting with it. So it's not managing, but you're, you're, you're grappling, you're struggling with this happening. Uh, Edward. If I see, okay, so that's me too. Okay. Yeah. One of them is attacking you. Well, I won't try to avoid. Yeah. Eighteen out of twenty-five. It's a regular yeah, it's pass. Just a simple. All right, it 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 fails. It misses. So although it's trying to grapple with you, um, you are quickly pulling your hands and everything out of the way. Um, Xavier, now it's your turn to actually do something. Um, yeah. So I'm just shoot. I get shooting at the. You're going to shoot another one. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Just a regular. 
All right, it uh, it failed. So you go ahead and you hit it. Um, do a uh, do your damage. Is this the same one that you shot before? No, that one ran away, didn't it? So this that's right. It did run away. Yeah. Uh, that is ten points of damage. All right. Uh, you obviously severely injured one of them, um, and it it sort of. It's dragging itself on the ground, trying to get back into the place where it came out of. Um, Fucking what the fuck? Uh, let's see. Let's go back. Um, Professor Garrett, uh, you have a chance to attack or run. Whenever you no, I'm, uh, I'm thinking about the fingers that might still be intact. So I'm running after the one that escaped. Okay, so you're running down the, the tunnel. Uh, yeah, whether they came these. down from. All right. Um, all right. We'll say that that's what you're doing. Um, uh, Liam, what are you going to do next? Um, so there's a body uh, in front of me from the one I, right. I shot in the head. Um, is there? There's one on top of Alfred. One of them's trying to grapple Edward and Xavier, sort of fight them off, and then I say, Professor, run down there. And everything um, is sort of going like this. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the one that's on top of Alfred um, and um, try and headshot uh, the one on Alfred. All right. Go ahead and roll. Um, that is a regular pass on the shotgun. All right. Um, it also got a regular pass, but that means you succeed. Okay. So go ahead and do your damage. And Edward, you can roll a constitution roll to see if you're completely deaf at this point from guns yeah, going yeah. off. 93! <laughs> yeah, at the moment you can't hear anything. Um, 20 points of damage. All right. Uh, once again, you, you hit it maybe mid-chest and, uh, and blow it completely away. It uh, it it, it there is no blood on any of these things. When you're hitting them, they're almost like you're hitting leather and dry bones. So it's it's blowing the thing away, uh, and it's lying there. Uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Zurich, what are you going to do? Uh, so did did Liam blow the the one away that was on, on you? Me? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, now, what's the scene like as far as how many of these uh, creatures are around and where are they at? Well, let's see. What have we done? We've blown one, two. We've we've blown two away. Correct. I've, one of I've them killed two. One of them ran back into the hole. One of them is running back into the hole, and the other two are still out and about. One of them is fighting with. Uh, Xavier. Edward's got one trying on top of him. No, I think the what the one that I shot at was crawling. Away. You injured one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you. Yeah, one of them's grappling the... with one of you. Oh, that's Alfred. Yeah. Right. Okay. One yeah, of I, sh I killed the one that was. You grappling just killed with Alfred. One. Yeah. Okay. There was one with me. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. trying to bite me too. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm reloading. I'm reloading. Away. So, so still... I'm. I injured and I'm running away. 
Yeah, so I'm standing there by the by the bones, uh, you know, like thank God Liam just killed this one, and I'm fumbling around and trying to put put a single bullet back into the Derringer for this turn. All right, do a spot hidden roll for me. That is a sixty-nine, which is a is is a fail. Uh, I for fun. I, I'd, if can I can I kind of concentrate a little bit a, a little bit more and and I'm looking deeper into the bones. I'll okay. put it that way. I'll I'll, I'll give and, you this. And try to push. You you can either use your luck roll to to make it, or you can push. If you push and you fail, you won't see what's coming at you. I'm pushing the roll. All right. Oh shit. I did fail. Fail the push. Okay. So one of the ones that's left uh, leaps kind of up and over all the rest of you towards Alfred, and it lands on you rather squarely. Okay. Uh, Do a con roll. Failed. Okay. It grapples you also to the ground. It grabs your arm, it brings your hand up, and it rips off one of your fingers. It then immediately attempts to run back uh, into the the den where it was. It's Um, got my finger. However, uh, Professor Garrett is already halfway down that tunnel. And uh, Professor Garrett, what you see as as you move down the tunnel is it's almost as if with bits of rock and bits of dirt and bits of torn, old torn cloth, these things have made little nests um, in the ground. This seems to be the place where they're asleep. Uh, the two of them that have sort of gotten away are cowering in a corner because they're severely injured. And uh, do a spot hidden for me. Failure. Okay. Um, so that's what you notice as one of these things shoves you sort of to the side and also comes running in and it leaps into one of these nests on the ground. And you see it very quickly spit something out and sort of bury it uh, in its in its little nest and after it does that it suddenly looks up turns towards you and sort of (sighs) and it it tries to get it it doesn't try to attack you it tries to sort of move into the the shadows of the room and avoid you i'm going to speak to it i'm going to yell who are you there's there's no response Uh, no uh it, it doesn't seem to comprehend. These things act very much like animals. Well, then I will proceed to kick some dirt in its face. Okay. Um, right. Uh, let's go back to the, the top. There are two of them still fighting. Uh, let's say the first one is going to go for... One of them was on top of Edward. That's right. One's on Edward. 
try to potentially grab something and maybe a rock or something and just bash in the head as a... Um, sure, attack. you're going to try to attack. Just that's a brawl. Just, yeah, the 90. Uh, don't think Wait, it works. Rolling a lot of 90s. <laughs> uh, 80, sorry, sorry. Okay. You've only got, you've got it doesn't change much. 25, yeah. Um, uh, you, you, you try and you just you can't get leverage, so you can't really get it. The creature is trying to grapple you. It looks like it might be trying to go for another finger, if it can. Maybe on your other hand. Uh, and Alfred, um, uh, you have just had your finger cut off, and the thing has leaped off you. So I guess actually there's only the one creature that Edward's fighting, and the other ones have all gone back to their nest. Um, what do you want to do, Alfred? I want to chase that one that just snatched my finger. Okay. Bastard's got my finger. All right. Uh, you're, so that's where you're going, but uh, it's it's leaped past uh, Professor Garrett and it's run into that room. Uh, but you know where it's going. Uh, Xavier, what do you want to do? Well, gun in hand, I'm, I'm chasing after them. All right. I just injured two of them. I'm, I want to finish with Jabba. Liam, what do you want to do? Is there any, like, because uh, uh, we, we had some pitchforks and stuff, didn't we? Yeah, but then you got guns, so. Yeah, um, I'm going to, as they've run down, um, I'm going to um, snap one of the ends off the pitchfork and rip my sleeve off okay. and wrap it around the end and douse it in my hip flask. Okay, so alcohol. Yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to. Um, I'm gonna make a torch. I'm. I'm. I okay. kind of. Uh, I'm thinking I need to cleanse the place. Um, of I'm, I'm getting a bit wumbo jumbo with Edward stuff. So I'm thinking if I can cleanse the bodies and. Yeah, Edward, what are you going to? Uh, just trying to get that thing off me and, uh, well, trying to, well, kill it in some sort of way, you know? All right. Do a, do a grapple again. once again. Grapple. So get a good hit on him. Yeah, Brawl. 63, it's not, um, it's, it's affected. Okay. Um, it, once again, it didn't get it either, so it's it's still rolling around on the ground with you. Um, uh, the rest of you are now in that room where the creatures are now trying to avoid you. Um, what do you want? They look like cornered animals. What do you want to do? And you know how dangerous cornered animals are. We do, gentlemen. They've got they got my finger. Yeah, I I know right. which one has her finger. I think because this one over there, it dropped something and it buried it in this little dirty nests. You have you have a severely injured one, a partially injured one, and uninjured one. In this room. Right, I'm gonna go for the. 
of the non in I'm going to shoot try to shoot the non injured one because that's more of a threat to me right now. Okay. I think that's the one that grabbed my finger. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. It is. Jesus Christ. ATA, that is a fail. All right. Um, you shoot at it. Your bullet hits the wall next to it, and it reacts by leaping forward. Um, but what it does, what it does as it leaps forward is, I mean, in your mind, you just see this giant teeth face coming right at you, but its long clawed uh, damaged hand reaches out, hits you in the head, shoves you out of the way, and it runs past you as fast as it can. And uh, those of you who are still out in the big room, you see it come running out, and it immediately turns towards the well, and it just as quickly as it can, it dives into the well. You hear the splash of water as it goes into the well. Um, all right, what do you guys do with the other two injured ones? Fuck. Oh man. Well, I wanna I'm gonna start digging in that nest of the of the one that just left looking for my finger. I'm just panicked to try to get it back. Okay. I uh, guess since I'm... you saw where it went, or or at least you can be directed by uh, Garrett, um, you find it. It's bloody and uh, but you don't feel any extra weird magical pain, so just the normal pain of getting your finger bitten off. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and Garrett, what do you do? Well, I'm I'm just thinking because there's two creatures now and they're just staring at us, right? So Right. And they're both should injured. we try to take one of them with us? Maybe drug it down or have it in do an inspection or because I, I want to know what they are. I mean we know who they are, but we don't know because I, I, I know I know what you're but look at them. If we try to get close to it, it's just gonna try bite as a leap away. You saw how strong that one was that went past me. Yeah. It's it's up to you, Professor. But and I th toss my medical bag over to to Garrett if he wants to if he wants to, if he wants to risk it. I bet there's more fingers in these nests. Edwards could be in here. Clarence's could be in here. Yeah, but I'm gonna nice. pull some. Uh, I'm gonna draw some morphine into a syringe, and I'm gonna go for the for the wounded one. Would it work for? Will it work for if, uh, some form? Of I don't know, but it needs to be studied. All right. Um, I've got my gun trained on it just in case that the one that is severely injured, um, it it's not getting away very quickly. So I mean, it's it's hissing and it's snapping its mouth at you, but it's it's pretty damaged. I'm getting ready to shoot it in case the other one is going to make a break for it as well. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to attack anybody, but it's trying to get past you. I will shout, Liam, get there's one heading your way. All right, let's jump back to the other room, Edward. 
there is one out here that is fighting with you. Oh, oh what? Rock. Try the rock again. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more effective in my hand right now, so. Okay. Uh, 26. Uh, I'm using one point of luck to make it pass. Okay, that's what those three points are for. <laughs> All right, you managed to grab a hold of a rock and hit the thing in the side of the head. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do damage? We'll make that a club. Um, 1d8 plus damage bonus if you've got it. 1d8. Where did I put my d8? Here. Uh, that makes for a six on the die, so... All right, uh, and you don't have a damage bonus? Not really. Okay. So, so you hit it pretty hard. You can even hear its skull crack as you, as you hit it with the rock. The thing rolls over sideways and very quickly starts to scramble, and it scrambles over towards the well, and it also leaps into the well. You hear the okay, splash. Yeah, um, one of them suddenly comes running down the passage from the uh, where the others are. Um, what do you guys want to do? Has have I got my torch lit yet? Yes. Um, so in the time, if I've already, I would have lit the two that I killed. Their bodies on fire, um, and if I sense the one that's coming. I'm going to try and swing the torch at it so I can set it on fire. Okay, go ahead. Do a call it a brawl. Um, that is a regular success. Okay, got a 92. So you managed to give it a good whack with your torch. Um, we'll say some of the cloth actually comes off your torch. Um, some of the flaming alcohol hits the thing. Uh, it it does seem like the thing is very dry, and it partly well do a do a club roll of one d eight to see if you do physical damage okay. by hitting it as well. Uh, seven. Okay, so you hit it pretty good. Uh, it hits the ground. It it starts to burst into flame, but it it still manages to get up, run over, and dive into. Well, all right. Um, I'll run uh, down with my torch, I guess, and all right, but, uh, into where the others are. Yeah, and if I get down there and I see the nests, I'm lighting the nests. I'm I, cleansing I the to, place. I try to stop him before he does. I that. push him off. I push him off. I'm I'm cleansing this place. Okay. Um, seeing, seeing what you're doing, I yell out for you to stop because this is this. I mean, I will have access to something that no other history professor has. I will have access uh, to a person who lived 200 years ago. If we can patch this creature up, and if I somehow over the years can make him talk, I will have a unique access to directly interview someone living 200 years ago. This creature is going to my home. It's going to my basement. Professor Garrett, when you stick the needle in and try to drug it, you realize that it has no blood. It has no circulatory system at all. And that the liquid is just 
pool in there. And the creature is still trying to get away from you and snapping, uh, snapping its teeth. Alfred, what are you doing? I'm yelling, the fingers, the fingers, and still trying to keep uh, Liam from torching the nest before we gather Edward and Clarence's finger and any other potential victims. All right. Xavier, what are you doing? Uh, I am contemplating whether to shooting the creature that Garrett is um, looking at because the it's not working. The only way is he could try gag it or something, but it's just going to bite through the gag because of its teeth. So I'm not going to do anything at the minute, but I'm just contemplating whether just shooting it in the head. Well, it is because it's trapped, it's injured, and nothing has happened based on Garrett's movements. It is trying to crawl, crawl around back on itself so that it can get at Garrett, um, Professor Garrett. Um, I just come up to it and shoot it in the head. I all right, go ahead and do damage because you're just going to do it point blank. Yeah, and I, I do say before I shoot, um, I'm so, I'm sorry, Garrett, but Garrett's gone absolutely mad. Where's my D? Where's my D four gone? It's enough. You it only has I one hit point. You to start. Oh, it only has one six. hit point. Left, I rolled six. But... All right. Yeah, so you, you blow its head off. Uh, it collapses to the ground. Alfred, uh, you and Liam are struggling uh, with a torch. Um, if uh, You guys can do opposing brawl, brawl rolls to see who manages to win this. Ah, oh, one. I had a 19, and my brawl's a 25. All right, you so can match it. Well, actually, it's level, so it's a regular. You got an extreme, and he got a regular. Ah, um, right. So, but Liam... if he's got the luck to spend, oh, I do have the luck to spend. That's what I'm saying, if he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, spend some luck to to right. hold uh, Liam off. So we'll say that the two of them are struggling with this. I need to get down to an extreme, right? You need to get a one. So you need okay. to spend 25 points of luck. Um, I'm there doing this. Can I of luck. go to the nest and try to find my finger at least? Yes, Edward. Go ahead and do a spot hidden. There's six nests. <laughs> 27. I use my two last points of luck oh. to... <laughs> to find it. <laughs> All right. You are now um, out of luck. Yes, you actually do find your finger. Now I can light them on fire. <laughs> you, are now the you are now the most unluckiest person. <laughs> well, after that, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, I have my goddamn finger back. <laughs> now, when you get your finger back, you do realize that it's been gnawed on. So it's in pretty nasty condition. Um, I was expecting so. Alfred, did you get your finger back? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, I've got it safely right. in my pocket. Anybody going to bother to look for Clarence's finger? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Well, no, yeah, right now you're I'll fighting go. with me. I'll yeah, have a look that was the Clarence. reason I'm saving the nests. I'll have All a right. look for Clarence's. Xavier is looking for the nest. All right. 
Go ahead and do a spot for him. See if you can find that. Um, that little finger. Okay, that is a fail, but I can spend some luck to find it. All right. That is... In which case, you find okay. it. Okay, 10 luck to find it. Okay, uh, so, so you managed to find Clarence's finger. He seemed to be the only fresh fingers, um, except that you do find a couple of other um, older fingers where the flesh is almost all gone, but the bones are still being gnawed on. Uh, Liam, those are your lady friend's fingers. Don't destroy those. So are you easing up on, on, on me? I'm sorry? Because you, you you're, you're looking at the fingers. So you, you're, looking, you're looking at the fingers. So you've eased up on fighting me? Uh, no, I haven't eased up. I just see Xavier over there digging through some fingers. And I say, he's found some fingers of your lady friends. All right. I'm going to try and throw them off again. To light the right. light all the, the the nests, and while this is going on, and the I'm last body, and the last body, and I'm gonna try to hold that body for the opening. Uh, <laughs> I got a hard pass to my brawl. Okay, so I got a forty-two fail. All right, so Leah manages to wrench the uh, the, the torch out of your hand and starts to light the. Uh, the uh, nests on fire. What do the rest of you do at that point? I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go see which well because I didn't know they went to the well. So, oh wait, we heard the splash, didn't we? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna go have a look down the well. Okay. I'm not actually gonna three, get down. Three got down. Yeah, three got down the well. All right. So you go over to the well and you take a look down, and can't really see anything. The, the water is kind of nasty. Um, but if there was scum on the water or something, that's been disturbed. So obviously they went down the well. But you don't, you can't see into the well very far. You know, it's dark. It's uh, I know it'll go out when it reaches the water, but I could, could I kind of light a bit of wood or something and drop it down? It's like there's, a, there's no wood. Hmm. Don't drop it. It's also really interesting that you sit there with the end of a gun barrel up. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um. I guess. Yeah. Actually, all right. That's not a bad so idea. you you set that on fire. Up. This is a fairly fairly tight enclosed space. It's now filling up with acrid smelling smoke. What do you guys do? I'm gonna go out of the um, the place because, yeah, just because. First off, I want some fresh air, and uh, second off, see if there is people coming. To us. All the gunfire. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm running for the exit. I I would like you all to do, spot hidden rolls. Did I get to burn the last body as well? Well, yeah, you've you've yeah. set everything on fire. No, d didn't Garrett oh, haul it out? Didn't Garrett carry it out? He said he was carrying it out. I think. Oh, is he yeah. trying to carry it out right. to pull one out? But I think he lit it on fire, which might be. Ah, uh, right. Well, there's bits and pieces in the other room. There's one that's almost intact, but its head's blown off, and there's one. No, that... no, I I set those. Those were the first two I set on fire. 
I set those two bodies on fire straight away. All right, so those have already been burning. Yeah. All right, you guys are um, coughing. You guys are being, your lungs are being filled with nasty. I failed my spot hidden. Dead person smoke. Um, I failed yeah. my spot hidden as well. Failed mine as well. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, how about uh, Edward? Well, 98 out of 27. Okay, yeah. I think I just want to get the fuck out of here. You need, you need new dice. You need new dice. Um, all right. So you all managed to climb out of the hole, um, which is now billowing the smoke. All right. Let's, let's finish this up a bit. Um, so we went quite a ways over. Now we're over. The... You tell the townsfolks what happened, um, and they've kind of figured that along. You know that that that's what it is. Um, they're grateful to you that you've managed to hopefully stop this. You've filled in the hole. You've buried the, the monsters in the ground, and uh, you find out via post that Clarence no longer seems to be feeling any pain in his hand. Um, Edward, you don't either. No more ghost fingers. Um, and that you have stopped it from happening. However, after a couple of years, rumors start to circulate again that something on that hill is biting people's fingers off and taking them. So at the end of our game, we've all completely failed stop what was actually going on. Though you got your fingers back, which means you don't have any pain. Other people do. Oh, um, well. Oh, all right. Oh, well. Oh, well. So let me give you some, some things that happened. This is a little expensive. All right. Um, way back when, the uh, McDougal family, uh, as we, we read in some of it, they became rather prosperous, they made a lot of money, they built the tower, the, 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 the village grew up around them. They became rather lavish and spent a lot of money and eventually their luck changed and their finances started to dwindle and they started losing money. Uh, Alfred McDougal found some way to make a deal with a mythos uh, entity probably Nyarlathotep. And he uh, was, he found gold as a result. Uh, he found a large deposit of gold underneath the castle. And uh, the pretense was the well, but the well actually had nothing to do with the gold that, that he had found. Um, that's what he told the locals. That's, that's where all the gold suddenly came from. Uh, suddenly, the, ha the, the family was wealthy again, but the entity had said, there's going to be a price. I'm going to have, to, I, I need to ask you to do something later on, and you're going to have to do it. Well, these were fairly religious people. So when the entity finally asked Al uh, Albert, Alfred, that was his name, um, Andrew. Uh, no, this was, this was before Ian. Um, right. When it finally asked him to do it, he refused. And what he did was he went to the church 
and he asked the church to perform an exorcism. Uh, it's not understood whether they did the exorcism or not, but whatever it was, pissed the entity off. And so immediately everybody became insane or it started to become insane. And the thing snuck in while they were trying to sleep and it took their fingers. So once it had their fingers, it was able to complete some sort of magical thing. They all died. And then it took their fingers and cast spells on the fingers. It dug up their bodies and it placed the fingers down their throats and they became these entities. Now, before that part happened, Ian, who was in London, uh, probably at school, he found out his family was dying. He came back. He couldn't do anything about it. Uh, his family died. Probably uh, Andrew told him on his deathbed what he had done. And so all he could think of doing was taking a large portion of the gold, giving it to the church, and then buying some gunpowder and blowing the fuck out of this building and everything in it, which is what he did. And then he got on a boat and he went to America and started a new life. Um, in the meanwhile, that entity took the bodies and made these things and stuck them in there. This was their supreme punishment for uh, being, being with, uh, for, for disobeying uh, an eternity of, of living in this manner. So a few weeks, maybe, maybe a month or so ago, a traveling salesman came into town and he actually stayed at the inn that you guys were staying at. In fact, very early on, uh, you guys asked if they had a lot of guests and, and the, uh, the guy said, um, no, not really. I mean, maybe a traveling salesman every once in a while, you know, traveling salesman heard the rumors about the hidden gold and he went up there and he got bit. Um, but in this case, he made a bargain with the creatures somehow that he would continue to bring them uh, people, which he was bringing the prostitutes. Uh, and, uh, and in payment, and you got this one right, in payment, they were giving him bits and bits of gold so that he was getting money and, and paying for the, the prostitutes. They also had complete control over him if they wanted to. So when you went down there, when, when Edward went down there and disturbed them, and then you, you filled up the hole, they sent out a psychic link to Ian Bannerman and said, um, come and protect us, get, get, dig, that, dig out the hole. So he did. And then you guys did it again. So, <laughs> so he came back again and dug out the hole or was going to dig out the hole. And that's when you managed to kill him. Now in previous versions of the game, most of the people went down the hole to fight the creatures. And one of them stayed up to, to you know, hold the rope or whatever. And Ian Bannerman walked up behind them. And <laughs> right. Because once you start attacking the creatures, they send out, help, 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 psychic things. And Ian comes uh, mm -hmm. to protect them. Luckily, and, Liam took care of that problem. Right, he took care of that problem. <laughs> um, 
each of them has their finger inside their bellies. And it's, it's petrifying at this point. The only way to destroy them is to destroy that finger. So there was a moment when Liam shot one of them and blew its middle out. And I had Alfred look for, Alfred said something and I had him do a spot hidden, which he failed, but he would have seen that he would have found the finger. Um, and because none of you ever managed to figure that part out, I mean, there, you, you kept failing when I tried to give you the chance. None of you ever figured that out. So all of them simply resurrect the next morning. Um, cool. <laughs> back into their forms. They were trapped, but they were only trapped until one of them managed to take its way out. Um, so I only managed to kill two of them. And, and it, they came back the next day. Whoa. Oh, yeah. It's a kind of idea of a creature that's not really strong or resistant, but that comes back so the, the one that, every day. Okay. The one that Professor Garrett was injecting and I set mm -hmm. it on fire, mm -hmm. the finger didn't get destroyed when I set it on fire. No, because the finger is like stone. You'd have to oh, crush it. petrified. Ah, oh, you actually got to physically... And the ones that, of course, danced into the, jumped into the, the well. They were fine. They they're dead. They're dead anyway, so they don't breathe. They just waited 30 feet down the well under the water until you guys left and then climbed back out again. I was really hoping you would get them all in the well and drop the dynamite in. Because <laughs> that would probably smash their little finger things. Oh my god, why didn't we... And they would have, that would have been it for the for them. All right, let me go ahead and finish it. Oh, we can talk a little afterwards. That's very complicated. You guys did really, really well. Our players included Simon Benfey, uh, Zane Fleming, Josh Carwood, Grant Dowell, and Magna Bonecall, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game master. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of all of the shows provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to the channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game. Mm -hmm.